Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed off recently in the Caribbean. Isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? Isn't it frightfully good to have a dong? It's swell to have a stiffy, it's divine to own a dick. From the tiniest little tadger to the world's biggest prick. So three cheers for your Willie or John Thomas. Hooray for your one-eyed trouser snake. Your piece of pork, your wife's best friend, your Percy or your cock. You can wrap it up in ribbons, you can slip it in your sock. But don't take it out in public or they will stick you in the dock. And you won't a come a back. Oh, thank you very much. You bastards did it. You you paid money and you made us do a dick episode. I mean, we we were just joking. We were just it was just a little just, I was not joking. I was just joking. I it was, was just for I was all serious. I don't like dicks.
Not even your and own. Now I gotta do an episode. Of Not even dick. your own dick. It's gross. You, you don't like your own dick. Yeah, no. You don't like how it makes you feel. No. <laughs> when you do the special touching. When I try, it's just no. I don't. What about when it's you know up inside someone that feels good? It's just gross and it looks like it's missing parts. <laughs> I don't care about that. But what about it feels good, man? No, well, it doesn't. The fact is, you guys paid a gloriously exorbitant sum of money, a total of two hundred thirty-two dollars and fifty-three cents, to hear this episode, and we are ever so motherfucking grateful. Yeah, this is cool as hell. Yeah, I, I got to be the NYC episode, but no. I've got to. I've got to <laughs> say, I've learned my lesson. I'm no longer going to make up a bullshit fictional topic that I don't think people would actually pay for. Because I'm gonna end up doing it, and wait, you know what? Wait, you didn't make I, up dicks topic, I'm, did you? I'm glad that it's dicks. Well, I kept saying it. It's like there's like this internet meme where it's like you know, post ending in doubles names my Pokemon, and everyone always says dicks, 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 dicks until <laughs> dicks wins. So I, that's kind of I was kind of riffing on that, and uh, no, but this I I think it's gonna be a fun episode regardless, and we got paid dollar bills, y'all. What if I said like, guys, don't put any money towards Twilight. Like, I don't want to talk about Twilight. Uh. Like, are you guys going to pay for Twilight? No, no one's going to pay for Twilight. So I can, that, Lots of people pay for Twilight. Well, the show audience is of a higher quality than that. They would only vote for dicks, not for Twilight. We don't have 12-year-old girl listeners as far as I can tell. Twilight. Really? Be we don't have 12-year-old... I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a roll call. Hi, I'm Cap. Triforce Mike. Brandon. Oh, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. It's oral. Hi, everybody. Lefty. And Jared. Yes, we have Lefty Lucy of Epic Wind Burlesque, Oral and Jared from the Flame On All Gay All Geek podcast, joining us for this uh, very sensitive topic, dicks. Yep. <laughs> oh, into his ass. I see what you did there. They're sensitive. Special episode. Mine's not. It's all numb. Mine just feels like an alligator, and there's no feeling in it anymore. No wonder you hate dicks. I, just, I need to stop using dish soap. Well, so it. how do you achieve pleasure then? Electrical sockets. <laughs> With your dick? Yes. Because I was going to say you should try it somewhere makes, else. It just makes the cum explode out of it, so I don't even need to touch it anymore. Maybe it's you just not need even, to have the right touch. It's not pleasurable either. I just need to release. I'm just going to set fire to your crotch. <laughs> what we just listened to was the penis song... Performed by Eric Idle, that's from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. A brief interlude followed by our real intro track, Be Stiff by Devo. That's a live performance from their 1980 EP, Devo Live. And, you know, it's about being stiff. I think we all know. We want to give a special shout-out to Jay Jones, Rob Beaver, Megan Vermeer, and John Sebastian, all of whom donated a Who shit ton of, of money. Know- in real life. I was just about to say, I'm like, I know that person. Yeah. I know that person. Uh, did you just rough people up for money? <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> I just said, dicks, 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 dicks. And they said, shut up and take my money. We also want to thank everybody who donated to the lead competing topic, What Lies Beneath New York City, which, mm-hmm. came, which came in very, very close, extremely close, at $220. That was David Funky, Lefty Lucy, who's on the show with us. Unknown Gamer, <laughs> Dan Blake, and Sage Zero. That topic is awesome, and you guys can absolutely resubmit it for a future contest. Can they, that is... can they continue where they left off and keep pushing it? No. Not on a month-to-month basis, no. no. That's, that's, that's the challenge. Yeah. But if you want to know what lies beneath New York City, I know what it is. Dicks. 
and Mexican. <laughs> Mexican dicks. Mm, Mexican dicks. I want to run for the border. <laughs> if Taco Bell's taught me a lesson, that ends poorly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on this, in this episode, we're going to be talking about a lot more than dick jokes or people named Richard. It was specified Wait, that this is about penises. I'm out. <laughs> we're going to be talking in depth about penises, male human penises, different kinds of penises, some medical things about Wait, the penises. Wait, what about female human penises? You said male, so there must be female penis penises. Well, uh, I turn awkwardly to the only girl in the room. Hi. <laughs> Prove or disprove. <laughs> yeah, explain how girls female work. Female human penis. I heard that a vagina is just a penis folded inside out. Is that true? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, can you just pull you, it back you, out? You are the straight ones? <laughs> I never said anything. <laughs> I do what I want. I heard you could just pull it back out. I can't even talk right now. <laughs> you drunk, drunk off. I'm drunk off of Nas. Nas. Don't drink Nas. No, oh. sponsor of Nerdapalooza. Drink Nas. <laughs> oh, well, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to be talking about everything we can conceivably talk about of, of the penis topic. And we're going to make some jokes, but we're also we've got make some a lot of serious jokes. facts underneath this. It's not going to be all giggles. It's going to be... What lies beneath penises? Well, the, balls. Uh, the balls. <laughs> I am just aching to unload some facts here about penises. Sounds like you've been edging for a while, Jerry. You should release well, those facts a, onto our a great... You should just, just, <laughs> just, just shoot those facts just all over me. I'm just, I just need it. Oh, Mike, I would shoot my facts on Relevant. We're going to be interviewing a surgery technician who's had a lot of hands-on experience with penises from a medical point of view. <laughs> Slut! <laughs> and we're also going to be speaking with a woman who leads an intactivist organization. Fight the power! If you don't know what intactivism is, well, don't look it up. Listen to the rest of the podcast. What is, I don't even. What is that? I don't care. You'll, you'll learn. I don't care. You'll learn about it. I don't like, Penises I hate... look like tremors. <laughs> That's... <laughs> like tremors 2 or tremors 1? The third one where they fly by farting. I thought that was the second one. I, no, I don't know. No, anymore. no, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the third one. What, then what was in the second one? The second one was where they could walk. Oh, uh, right. I thought that was the whole premise of the curious case of Benjamin Button. No, that was like you got old or something. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, it was like he, he started out I don't know, old Some, some kind of younger. Mork and Mindy shit. I don't know. <laughs> Nanu Nanu? Did he have a dick? Uh, well... No, he I might mean, have not, had, like... Not, not Robin the... Williams, obviously. Because yeah, you got know a, he does He's, he's got a big hairy dick. He's got a big old hairy dick. What? And he had a daughter named Zelda. Oh, that's right. That's right. So okay. he he has some sort of procreation abilities. <laughs> he can do it. Yeah. Why else would Mindy have let him crash there for all that time? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have had some sort of alien alien dick, kind of like an echidna dick. Or like prehensile. <laughs> oh. Like yeah. a dolphin. Yeah, we're going to be talking about all kinds of exciting dicks. You know, the human dick is, by comparison to a great many dicks in the world, relatively boring. Fuck you. My dick's awesome. It's I boring. have to disagree. Oh, okay, why is your dick awesome, Mike? Um, Tell it, us. It can smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and it was reading. And it wears sunglasses. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> and it could read before the age of one. Yeah. yeah. Most, most dicks can't. Yeah. I, it was reading before I was. It taught <laughs> me to read. <laughs> he just looks up at you. Let me teach you how to read these words. <laughs> no, that's doesn't not have a, a smooth, silky voice. He was smoking a cigarette in the register. No, he, he was young back then. He talked like that. 
<laughs> he talked like Cap just did. Isn't child? He was smoking a cigarette with his sunglasses. He stole those sunglasses from from a, a Ray Ban kiosk in the mall. Okay, <laughs> he stole them from a gypsy, and that's how he learned how to talk. No, that's how I got cursed. <laughs> Prior to Mike's lycanthropy, that's how he got cursed. <laughs> it's a different curse. I'll go into that in a different episode. Is it a curse or a blessing? It's a curse. <laughs> it could be a blessing curse. It could be a blessing. AIDS crabs. No, it's not good. It's not good. I shit AIDS crabs. They just come out of my ass, and you're like, and you think delicious crabs because they look like delicious king crabs. Well, you, you crack them open, nothing but AIDS meat. <laughs> so I have a question. Did you did you have actual like destinations for your restaurant like New York? San Francisco. I did. All I, of Seattle. I, I, yep. I had a an, and Maine. Like I had a <laughs> lot of things already like scoped out. Cracked them open. AIDS meat. Done. <laughs> Can't eat it. That's a fine delicacy. Fine delicacy in Japan. No. No. No one likes AIDS meat. What if no you one... already have AIDS? Do you just get well, super AIDS, or can you just eat AIDS meat? He, no, he, you can just eat AIDS meat. You know what? There's your market. There's my market. They're gonna die anyway. They don't need. I their gotta money. get Magic Johnson on the line. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. He's well, cured. Well, He's you know, cured. I'm a black this. man. You already I have, have AIDS. <laughs> oh, excellent. If you can give me his so number, we'll just assume he's a, your cousin and that you already know where he That'll is. That'll work. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, let's let's cut to a track. This is gonna be all penis-themed music or suggestive of penises. What we're gonna play right now is the Flight of the Concords track. Too many dicks on the dance floor. Love that song. Uh, and love, love think that. about this room right now. No. Too many dicks. There are too many dicks. I don't see that as a problem. All you guys are getting Never. between me and Brandon. Get me a knife. I'll solve this problem. Because <laughs> you're going to split are your you dick down the middle. And then make it. <laughs> he is. He, I, I am a moil. He is I'm a moil. certified. I yeah. Enjoy. Too many dogs, too many shots, I sing this song. Too many dicks on 
what you just heard was "It's the third dick you suck that makes you gay" by <laughs> Runny. <laughs> Runny. Yeah, now Lefty, that's one of the tracks that that you asked us to play. What can you tell us about Runny? Anything, anything uh, uh, noteworthy? Runny is an awesome New York-based performance art band featuring Magdalena Fox's lovely bow. No shit, that's cool. I assumed after you suck the first dick, you're gay. No, 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 no. No, no. no the no. song explains it all. That's a common misconception. Yeah. Sweet, I'm not gay yet. <laughs> yeah, no, you do it once. You just, you know, you're, you're just curious. You're like a you're scientist. You're doing an experiment, yeah. right? Second time, you're just a philosopher. I, only, I heard okay. you're only gay if the balls touch. <laughs> no, no. My theory and is you're only gay if... If you enjoy it. <laughs> no. It, it's only gay if you kiss them on the lips afterwards, look them in the eye, and then say I love you. But you can, you can do... It's the pretty woman yeah, theory of you can do all. You can do any That's one not, of those wait, wait, three. Have, have you guys ever done that? No. Uh, a, a series of my, my straight coworkers assure me that it's only gay if you put your fingers through that person's hair while they're doing it. I might be gay, damn it. And shit. <laughs> what if you're just watching your friend masturbate? That's not gay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's just that's just a good time. What if you're masturbating while he's masturbating? He doesn't know that you're doing it. Are you getting off to him masturbating? You're gay, but the friend's still not gay. <laughs> what if what? you're not getting off to him masturbating? Okay, okay. But just his tangent. face. Uh, uh, with us, with us on the line. Oh my god, you guys. Okay, no. Jesus. No more, no more beer and energy drinks before recording. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, with it, with us on the line, we have Fat Tits McGee, a search. Fat Tits Finnegan. Fat, sorry, Fat Tits Finnegan. Yeah, Fat Tits McGee's a totally different dude. <laughs> okay, Fat, Fat Tits Finnegan, a incognito surgery technician, who's going to discuss with us some of the, the the different things she knows about penises from the medical perspective. You know what I just realized? Welcome, Fat Tits. Fat Tits Finnegan's Hey-o. initials totally are female to female transsexual, which is the most expensive transition ever because you end up in the same place. <laughs> Have you had to perform any of those But your surgeries? shit's all ground up. So. No. She, I, that, she doesn't get to do it. I don't it. think so. That's cosmetic. You don't, Do you deal with cosmetic surgeries like that? Oh, no. No? <laughs> no? What, what kind of surgeries? We have do... no fun like that. No fun? <laughs> no, I... no fun like turning the wazoo into a wee-wee? <laughs> No, we only do female to female. He's got, <laughs> he's got male jelly coming out of the wazoo. That, that is where it comes from. <laughs> well, fat tits. Um, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> which is your birth name? Her daddy. Knew. I, I have some general knowledge about how the penis works. Genital but, knowledge. So I have some genital knowledge about how the penis works. So maybe. <laughs> Maybe you can correct me. Uh, the penis is, uh, this is just, this is dictionary-wise, a biological dictionary. feature of uh, male vertebrates and invertebrates. And the internal structures consist of mostly cavernous erectile tissue, which is a collection of blood sinusoids separated by sheets of connective tissue, which basically means it fills the blood and it gets real hard for fucking. How come vampires don't bite erect penis? Yeah, they do, they do. In your experience, yeah. have you ever seen a vampire bite an erect penis? Ooh. Um, no, we don't have vampires in South Florida, but we have a lot of erect penises, and we haven't had that problem yet. <laughs> no, How many uh, erect penises have you seen? This... <laughs> what, medically? Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I well, normally seen... normally when the penises come to me, they're asleep and flaccid <laughs> and really boring. Really? 
You, what you should do is you should just you slap them around and be like, like wake up. The, the trick is when you when you want to roofie someone, uh, <laughs> you give them you slip them a, a Viagra and a roofie so their dick gets nice and hard. No, you that, can't do that. It's like Dayquil and Nyquil. It doesn't it doesn't work. I, I don't. I, does it work? Because it slows down your heart. And no, you I can't I think blood. that would probably. I think work that would right. work. Surge Tech says it works. Uh, Fat Tits nah. Finnegan says it works. Thanks, Finnegan. Uh, Fat Tits, I, I have a serious medical question to ask you. How many cases of priapism have you dealt with? So, priapism, yeah, for people who don't but, know. Uh, yeah, what, what yeah, is that? Priapism, a priapism, uh, uh, take well, it away, yeah, Fat Tits. She, yeah, she's the, she's the expert. Take it away, Fat Tits. Okay. Yeah, priapism is an erection lasting longer than four hours. And, um, Morning wood. I don't understand why you have to go to a hospital for that. You should probably go to a prostitute. Yeah. Wait, I don't understand. But, uh, I have an erection, like, all day, every day. Yeah, me too. How is that? I don't understand why that's wrong. That's you just what I've had. Well, hence, nah, hence the prostitute good, suggestion. Yeah. She's a just, medical professional. Just get it. Yeah, uh, fat tits, yeah I and I question. mean, if, if you are comfortable with having an all-day, everyday erection... I'm not. Then, uh, I hate it. It won't go away. I love it. I dress it up in different outfits. I put hats on it. And swords, uh, and then I, they ride I, the horse. Then, yeah. you know, <laughs> my suggestion to Mike would be enjoy yourself. Okay. And Brandon, you need to go to the hospital and get a needle stuck in your dick and your blood drained. Haha, <laughs> my life's better. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might like needles in Fat my tits, dick. why are you trying to ruin my good time? You know, an erection lasting four hours is called fun time for oral. You're a, you're a terrorist of fun. <laughs> A dick terrorist. She is it's a dick true. terrorist. A dick a dick terrorist. Uh-huh. How many dicks have you decapitated? <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, what is she like? The fucking executioner we, of dicks? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't typically decapitate dicks unless there's a problem with them, such She's as done. HPV and genital warts that <gasps> run rampant. No! Or, I don't want to know this. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, tell or me. possibly cancer. Or gangrene. I can't. Get, I can't get that in the dick. I, Wait a minute. Do I feed my dick a lot of lemons. Do people get <laughs> gangrene from not having enough sex? Because if that's the case, I would have had it already. Yeah. Okay. You and Q would be dead by now. Yeah, I would. <laughs> or halfway to eunuch. But I'm not dead, so I don't think it, that it works that way. I well, should be. I feed my dick when he's smoking his cigarettes, wearing his sunglasses. <laughs> He's like, yo, give me some lemons. And so well, he's gonna get cancer because he's smoking so many cigarettes. No, and he doesn't use filters either. I hear. Yeah, you go straight to his lungs his, though. His, no, his blood, his blood <laughs> sinusoids his are black lungs. with tar. <laughs> no, it is, it just goes straight to his lungs. My dick smokes cigarettes. I want to see an His X-ray. lungs are gonna be black. One, one. Well, that's if he inhales. <laughs> Wait, we've got a serious question on the table. Uh, no, just uh, you mentioned, you mentioned HPV. How rampant is that down in South Florida? Oh, uh, we have a lot of HPV. We deal with a huge number of... It's mostly the gay community that comes oh, in. Oh, just blame it <laughs> on us! Just blame it on us! All those studies it's are right. It's just the fact. It's just the fact. There's a lot of it, and we typically laser it off, or we will use electric cautery and burn it off. And <laughs> it's not extremely burn. fun. And we have to have a big smoke evacuation system because people are afraid of, you know, the smoke from the burned off HPV getting into their lungs and causing lung warts. Oh shit! Although that's never actually even proven to happen. So you're saying oh, that gays see, give me lung warts? See, truth is stranger than fiction. Wait, hold, whoa, 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 whoa! Half wait, the people I work wait, with have wait. HPV. What, I want you to know that. When a laser burns a wart off a dick, 
The smoke. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens the to smoke the dick? I don't. I got. I figured that all out. Yeah. No, it's not like a Star Wars laser where it just explodes. What good is it? I, so well, like the kind they use. Tell me where the rebels are. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna blow up Alderaan? That's the name of my dick. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. So what happens to the dick? Explain. They just put a patch over it. There's a little burnt mark at the end. And then it's gone. They and put, a, like when they, gone. They they put a Scooby-Doo a sticker, uh, Scooby-Doo Band-Aid on they it. Kiss it and give you a Yeah, we we put some triple antibiotic cream on it and send the dude home. <laughs> it's a really small outpatient procedure. However. There's a good chance that your warts are going to come back, so the best thing is to not get them in the first place. And if you leave your warts on there long enough, then there's a really high risk of getting penile cancer. And the cure for penile cancer is to cut off the cancerous penis or, or you know, basically, uh, yeah, it's decapitation. Fat tits, how, they do, don't I, call how it do that, I, but... How do I not get warts on my dick, fat tit? Well, you can uh, prevent it in two ways. One, you can get the Gardasil vaccine. Actually, you're probably too old to get the Gardasil vaccine, Wait but minute, it is so approved for men. You're saying that I'm, I'm, it's too late for me to be one less? Yes. Sorry. Well, you know what? For, for Brandon, it's not because he has no sex life, so he hasn't been exposed this to any true. of the Sweet. HPV yet. <laughs> Okay, so what, if, what about people me? That have, for, for older people that have had sex, it, once you've been exposed to the HPV, it's you know no longer useful to get the vaccine. What if I just get However, BJ's and no sex? Will that well, still work? Well, no, that'll still transmit. What? You can get HPV through the mouth? Yes. Shit. I ain't do nothing. You weren't doing anything to begin with. <laughs> Brandon, just don't stick your penis in anything that's covered in warts. That's why I use electricity and light socket. Stop fucking lepers. <laughs> well, uh, lepers, I just have that rush when I'm putting it inside like a severed arm that's come off a leper. I just like shoving it in the maggoty-filled wound on their arm and going, ah. Uh, okay. Um, We've heard about you and your ant pile, Brandon, so. <laughs> oh. We won't talk about that. <laughs> A thousand uh, bites of goodness. <laughs> Fat tits, I, I'm wondering, what's the strangest operation you've ever performed on a penis? A recent one comes to mind where we had a gentleman that came in. It was a fractured penis. Like, uh, like it was just like bent at a 90 degree angle? It's kind of more like just flaccid, because you know the the uh, corpus cavernosums that Kat spoke of earlier, I believe? Uh-uh, um, it's I know the, the two columns in the penis that fill with blood. It's when the shaft. When they're filled with blood and they're erect, the tissue around there is rather stiff. And if you happen to, you know, like miss a hole and thrust your penis into like a pelvic bone or something instead, <laughs> you know, you have a really good chance of uh, rupturing that, that cartilage and that erect tissue and therefore fracturing your penis. This guy claimed that he had an erection and walked into a car door. (laughs) (laughs) Without his pants on, or yeah, this happens all the time. That's bullshit. You know he was trying to fuck something weird, and he just wanted to tell you. Cinder block. Yeah, more. You don't. (laughs) You don't get a fractured penis from fucking your wife. Mm. Like that doesn't happen. I heard. heard It's always. Or or you do. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you just hit her in the face with it because she was asking for it. (laughs) You know, that's the other way. 
And it would be more believable than walking into a car door. Oh, uh, I had an erection and just shut the car door on my dick. Sorry. So what do you do with that? So there's uh, there's two different things that you can do with that. One it's like, is it's you like you a can... cast around your penis, and then it it, it goes off and <laughs> it's it, called it's called mummy penis, and it wraps up around your neck to hold your penis out. So it, it, your penis actually. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me every time I walk into a sex store and I see leather straps that go from your dick to your like neck, right? That's totally medical. That's medicinal? medical. It's that's medicinal. Yeah. And you can oh, use okay. uh, health insurance on it. So yeah. you're so you're in a medical play then, Oral. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Medicine uh-huh. play. Hey, anyway, fat tits. What were those two things you can do that you're talking about? Well, first of all, when you fracture your penis, it sort of the resulting penis doesn't look like a penis anymore. It looks <laughs> more like a really angry eggplant <laughs> <laughs> because the, the Blood and, and the swelling and the edema Wait, so it all like, expands and fills out your penis. And <laughs> it's not penis shape anymore. I don't like it's like three anymore. or four times the size of your penis, but it's all nice. purple and angry. Oh, so it's like a saline, saline solution and, inside of someone's penis. Or, or pumping. Uh. It's like a dog's penis when it gets swollen inside a female dog. It just forms that big purple knot. Please go on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably just like that. <laughs> but. <laughs> So if, if through that giant eggplant you're able to find the fracture site, then you can make a small incision over the fracture site and you can sew up the tissue that's been torn and, you know, thus alleviate the fracture and the swelling will go down over the course of the next few days. However, a lot of the time they can't find the fracture site because if you ever tried to feel up an eggplant, it's not, you know, All extremely easy. My. And uh, I practice so what I want. Doing, they make an incision around the head of the penis, and they peel the skin down. Like it's called, it's called degloving. <laughs> I love Danny Glover. They, they peel the skin down, and then once they're able to find the the site, they fix it that way, and then you know pull the skin back up and sew it around. So wait, if I if yeah, this okay. ever happens to me, you're saying I should kill myself? I mean, you know, maybe you'll enjoy it. Who knows? It's true. Okay, well, I have a question. After that procedure, the um, the terrible one that makes me realize that you work at Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> like, how soon can you start masturbating again? Because, like, say... Or what happens if you just like, think of something and you get an erection while it's in a cast, and you're like, oh, shit, stop growing, it's going to tear. How do you stop it's that? It's not really in a cast, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I guess it depends on your pain threshold. I wouldn't recommend it for a couple of weeks, at least. It just starts bleeding. So, so Brandon was right. Kill yourself. Yes. Because <laughs> blood's just going to come out if you start touching out of the pee hole when you start jerking it. It's blood and semen mixed together. That's true. It's going to it's gonna look like a creamsicle. That's, that's actually only if your uh, urethra was damaged during the fracture. Because if not, then uh, you'll just get irritated and you'll get a reoccurrence of eggplant penis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got eggplant penis. <laughs> that's one of Captain N's villains, right? Oh, eggplant penis. Yeah, eggplant. Well, it makes sense now why he's always an asshole. Yeah. Do uh, patients ever get erections during surgery? It's question. kind of rare. It depends if you knock this hat. <laughs> it's extremely rare, but we do have patients that come in, like our, our older patients that have penile implants that, you know, remain semi-rigid during uh, all the time. And so it's sort of like, oh, hey, look at that guy saying hi to you, and it's a surprise when you pull the shit back. <laughs> but... have, you, have you seen any nice ones? I don't know. They all, I've never really, really seen a penis that I've been like, oh, wow, I want to take a picture of that and bring it home with me. Really? <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
What? what? Do you not have any fun at all? You're just like chopping away at penises. You're not taking pictures. Imagine she has a butcher knife. It's a job. I don't know. We we have fun. It's a career. But... <laughs> it's not a job. It's a career. If you're curious, Oral, just do a Google search. <laughs> I'm going to search for oh, eggplant no. dick when I get home. <laughs> Mike, search for eggplant dick right now. I did. Is there eggplant dick? Yes. Oh my god. It's bad. You don't want to no, see it. Uh, you don't want to see it. Lefty and I have been <laughs> talking about it in the chat. <laughs> oh god, is it that it, bad? It's bad. It's sad. horrible. You right. can't unsee these things. Right. What if my dick always looks like right. normal? I'm bringing up fraction penis for you guys. <laughs> you ain't gonna like this. You ain't gonna like this. Oh my god! Oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh my god, right. it's terrible. But let me find a particularly eggplanty oh, one. I want to see. Oh, the, the top, the top, the top one. But I love eggplant. Where's, where's eggplant dick? Right there, right there. I love eggplant. Wait, mine oh, always god. looks like that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Oh no, no more eggplant oh. parmesan for me. I don't like eggplant anyway. Here, here's a nice eggplanty one. Here you go. <laughs> Did you know eggplant is actually a fruit? Where? And here, and here's an actual <laughs> eggplant that looks <laughs> 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 That is an actual Stop eggplant. Stop pretending like this was on a search engine and close the folder. That's right. four chan images. <laughs> that's not even. That's like uh, my cam photos. <laughs> <laughs> The entomology of the word penis is interesting. It's taken from the Latin word for tail. Prior to the adaptation of the Latin word in English, the penis was referred to as a yard. I'll give you a yard. And phallus is a Latin word which was originally used to describe the images or sculptures of a penis only. And there's an archaic English word for penis, which has now become a term for non-human penises, which is uh, the adorable word pizzle. Wait, what? I thought that was when I was using the bathroom. I was like, I gotta take a pizzle. 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 I'm gonna go pizzle. Oh, wait a minute. Is the origin it like of a, a word... like a word from a rap song? It, like, wait, you, you would uh, shizzle my pizzle. Like Snoop Dogg lyric. <laughs> I, I, I believe like if like you're buying your dog a chew toy and it's one of those bull penises, they call them bull pizzles. I'm gonna call my pet pizzle when I get a pet. Come hither, pizzle. <laughs> Have you encountered any penis deformities? Like naturally. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of really common penis deformities. They have hypo and hyperspadius, which is the whole of your penis is instead of being at the tip, a little bit on the bottom, <laughs> a little bit on the top, and most of the time it like doesn't really cause any problems. It's just but weird. That's rather common. Actually, I've seen one of those. It 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 adds. Variety. Is it like a flute? And you could just kind of. It's like the <laughs> ocarina of time. Now I've I've got a serious question because sometimes it feels like I've got two holes in the front because sometimes it comes out of two different angles, but not not. It looks like it comes out of the top part of my dick and the bottom. Is that normal? Your Do you lips just stick that? together. Your no, penis no, 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 lips. no, no. It looks like it's coming out of a completely different hole that's almost invisible out of the top. Is that normal or Brandon, am I, am I crazy? Do you, you have like a hair in front of your pee hole. No, 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 no. It's like there's the hole and then it goes into a little tinier hole right above that. Listen to the man. You've sprung a leak. Yeah. I think it feels like I've sprung a leak sometimes, basically, yes. Is that yeah, normal? Um, I'll send you well, a picture. You can tell me. <laughs> you'll, you'll see. First, you'll be like, that's First weird. of all, there's absolutely nothing normal about you. That's true. Secondly, I don't know. Maybe your penis has a septum Woo! like your nose does. Aww. Might be. I, I I have no idea what your problem is. I'll send you pics and you can tell me Why later. Why don't you go visit her then? I'll do that. No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs>
since we're talking about things shooting out of the penis, are, are we doing that now? Uh, let, let's let's discuss pre cum a little bit. It's a myth. It's delicious. Well, there, it's not a myth. There's a. It's I, a myth. The, if, so, if any girl's like, put on a it's condom, something wrong, pre-cum. be like, nah, there ain't no pre cum, bitch. <laughs> it's just <laughs> drooling. So, so, something I've discovered is that a lot of a lot of girls just don't know about pre cum. Like they just don't know how it works really. They don't know that if you're what? not doing anything with your dick too much and you're just looking at a bunch of sexy pictures, you can just have a wet mess in your pants, same as a lady. Yeah, ladies get that all the time. Yeah. I don't I don't Gross. get this. What so, is this stuff called? I don't I, understand. I, I you don't get pre cum. No. Personal experience. Mine smokes uh, cigarettes. Well that that just further, you know, goes to show how abnormal he is. Maybe you only get pre cum if you're happy, which I never experienced. To, to speak from experience, I have that met uh, a young man who was uh, essentially a drooler in that respect. Yeah. Oh nice. Like a dog? <laughs> no, like, like he's special He specializes in rings and watches. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible joke. <laughs> Thank the woman from Cat Massage. I stole it from her. And blue balls. Blue balls is an interesting thing. Never had that either. I've never I've had, had that. that once. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it, I, it's awful. First time I ever had it, I gave it to myself. I, <laughs> how would you do that? I just passed it on. I just passed it on to my children. Let's finish your damn business. Uh, here's the thing. This is when I was a, a young man exploring the limits of masturbation okay. and, and uh, assuming that if I got really good at masturbation and holding off from in that respect, that I would uh, be, when I finally got to stick my dick in something, very, very good at it. So... <laughs> it's still not the case. <laughs> I don't understand. So, what's so going I've been going. Go- practice makes perfect. It was the lack of practice that would make perfect. Well, yeah, you know, uh, it was not worth it. Uh, after after three hours plus of jacking off, there was just this distinct oh. kicked in the nuts sensation that wouldn't go away. Yeah. Then I I looked around and decided that oh, that's that blue balls thing that everybody talks about. But it doesn't actually like it doesn't actually turn blue, right? No. Okay. Well, it's why the why shade it, of magenta? Why is it called blue balls? Explain. Because they me. feel sore, like like, like you're sealed, bruised. Like are know, they just sad? Like they have. They blues? go to juke joints. They drink a little whiskey. <laughs> it's blues balls. Ella. They've got the blues. Fat tits. Do you uh, do you know anything about the, the medical source behind blue balls? I yeah. I don't know anything about balls. I'm more <laughs> of a penis expert. You never had to cut balls open? No. I mean, we we cut balls open. Like, <laughs> you, you get conditions in your balls where you know you get like like a hernia that takes up your entire ball sack, and you come in with nuts the size of a basketball. <laughs> or no, there's these other. This is another thing called a hydrocele. I love seal. You get like a fluid-filled sack in your balls, and you come in with them the size of a basketball. I mean, no. those things happen all the time. I do. Nope, not to me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. They probably feel like blue balls. Get the fuck out of here with that. I don't know. I've never, <laughs> I've never had blue balls. I'm just like, all right. Well, lucky you. I'm just gonna finish this business. That's because you're selfish. You're a selfish ass. Fuck yeah. Get mine and get out. <laughs> <laughs> Take a nap. Eat a sandwich. You better make that sandwich for me, though. Clean my dishes. <laughs> Fat tits, when you cut open a penis, <laughs> no. what does it look like in there? Sadness oh. personified. It looks like blood everywhere. Magical powers. Angels and unicorns. Yeah, yeah, because you don't, you don't typically, like, tourniquet a penis before you cut it open, so it can be rather bloody. No, it's, it's, really, it's really tough tissue. I mean, when we've been suturing up a, a penis after, like, a partial tenectomy, you you tend to, like, go through a bunch of needles because it just dulls the needles. So, I mean, I guess that's to be expected. It's it's erectile tissue. It's it's really thick. Like, so dicks are badass. Tissue. I mean, yeah, you probably end up chewing on one for a while if you were to... There's these penis prostheses that they have oh, for yeah? erectile dysfunction, 
and in the in the cavernosa and the, in the two columns that fill with blood, what they do is they hollow those out and they put these tubes in that are with water and they put a reservoir in the ball sack. So when you wanted to get an erection, you squeeze your balls and it pumps your penis up. Oh, it's like those and shoes then... where you pump the top <laughs> and they make you jump higher somehow. I think the Romans it's came exactly, up with It's exactly like that. It's like a Nike like pumps or whatever. Yeah, shoe. Nike pumps. And then Nike when Air. you... When you want to not have your erection anymore, you just have unfortunately, your the way that they you get fart. rid of the erection is they <laughs> take the, the penis, two hands on the shaft, snap it in half like <laughs> a carrot, <laughs> and it over your knee. How does that not hurt? How does that not hurt? I guess you fuck get, you, well, fuck you, know, you, you, fuck you. you. Have, you have a fuck. balloon in there instead of it's, instead it's of like, fuck shit, fuck fuck. Stick. Your normal stick. tissue. So. Excuse, excuse yeah, me, baby. We're done having sex. Let me just snap my dick in half like a glow stick. Crack. Can you put glow stick shit in yeah, there? So I mean, that's, yeah, that's what they that's what they do, and it Jeez. also kind of brings up another interesting thing, which is if you ever get kicked in the balls, there's a really good chance that you're going to get an erection. Woo! So <laughs> why? Because it's hot. That, no, that's where your pump is. Your your penile pump. <laughs> oh, when you have the pump, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you know, you've Not got like really pump. loose, saggy, hanging balls. You know, if you just sit down on them. I guess I don't know. There could be like. Is that why when I see videos of, of girls with that. high heels and they're stepping on a dude's cubes, he's getting erection because he's got one of those things? I I guess that could possibly <laughs> be the reason. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really creepy the first time because we have to test it out in the operating room. So we're squeezing his balls, squeezing his balls. How is that covered by his, like medical insurance? Get his dick all hard, and then it's like, oh okay, let's make sure it deflates. And then you have to crack. <laughs> and oh. Put my floor over your knee. Oh and wait, I'm getting like phantom pain or something. <laughs> oh wait, that's only if I yeah, get it's, What's it called? It's really I need to creepy. Google this. Penis. Penis snapping. Sna no. Penis glow stick. Yeah, penis reservoir. Yeah. <laughs> penis <laughs> glow stick. That's pretty good. Penis Roman aqueduct. Penis glow stick. <laughs> no, it's, it's a penile. It's just a penile implant. That's oh, there we go. Oh, penis glow Thanks, stick. Lefty, doing all the work for me. <laughs> I'm a. But great you know, I always thought like, okay, if you're gonna get like a penile implant, you might as well stick two glow sticks in there. You know, get something out of it. When you, every time you crack it, pimp my car. I'm gonna get like <laughs> racing stripes down the side. I'm gonna get no. Uh, you need to put what fire. are those things out of the back of the car that makes spoilers? you go spoilers? Spoilers. So it goes faster. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need and every time you get an erection, it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> and guys, you know, normally we do post links on the page for the episodes, but when it comes to things like this, just, just, just write it down and Google it yourself, okay? We're not gonna post links to these. No. You can find them yourself. I've got a question, fat tits. Sometimes when I'm working at the Birds of Prey Center and I cut oh, open a Christ. fish for an osprey, there's a smaller half-dissolved fish inside its stomach and it's staring at me. It's like this cute little animal that's that's inside another animal. Have you ever cut open a wee-wee and found like something in there, like another dick or a small animal staring at you? Or some cigarettes that it's or, trying to smuggle into Or prison. some stolen glasses <laughs> or video games. <laughs> you know, if, if you don't have another smaller penis inside your actual penis, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I know, right? No. I'm sure if you had a nickel for every foreign object you found in a penis, you've had at least have, have you at least have two you, nickels. Have you dealt with any? I probably foreign have objects? a nickel. <laughs> we tend to find so, uh, yes. more foreign objects inside of the anus than the people, <laughs> but it does happen. Did you ever find a penis inside an anus? <laughs> like someone forgot <laughs> to pull it out and just yeah, but not at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thing. Mm, well, um, there's there's an interesting fetish that's 
pretty popular among the gay community, though I'm not necessarily talking about anybody right here. Oh, I said Because it is an unusual one. It's urethral sounding, which is a Why? medical fetish, largely. There were sticking things in there. Oh, well, yes it is. Well, let's let's be real. We I all mean, did that as a We kid. may have made it popular, well, but you guys took it and ran with it. <laughs> wait, is that... Did we now? Is, is that, wait, is that like that video I saw where the guy took a dildo and shoved it down his own dick hole until it was bleeding and his head split open? Oh, yeah, that, that, that would be like extreme sounding. I've seen it. Why is it called sounding? It has nothing to do with sound unless oh, you're screaming. Should true. we call well, it scream dick screaming? The, the objects that we insert to dilate the urethra so that you could pass a scope down inside the penis to see the bladder and the ureters and everything. The, the dilators are called sounds. Oh. I think more people just need to start gauging their dicks like they do their ears and they can fit more stuff in it. Uh. <laughs> dick gauges. Does no one do that? Can we start that? They kind of do that. Dick gauging? Kind of. Yeah, and it's, there's a hole in the middle, so you can still pee out of it. Or you can you can never not pee out of it, is the other option. <laughs> well, your muscles still work. You can hold the pee okay, in. Actually, because that's an interesting question. Uh, fat tits, I'm going to see if you if you know anything about this. Like, given what you know about the way uh, the penis meat works and all that. <laughs> penis if, meat. If you, <laughs> if you stretch out your dick hole via okay. a lot of sounding, mm -hmm. can you hold... Can you hold it anymore, or will there be a point where you're like, nope, yeah, peeing the, all the time? The muscles inside you that holds the pee. It has nothing to do with the hole. No. I would, I would, I'm taking a shot in the dark here, but I would imagine that it would be uh, more involved with, like, the, the bladder, yeah. like, sphincter. You know, I don't think a lot of sounding is probably a great idea. It hurts like hell. I mean, if you're into pain, then by all means, do whatever turns you on, I but... I, I think go. most people will find it not enjoyable. We're talking about all, the, all this insertion. Like the, you have to. On a, I'm assuming on a regular basis, you have to insert catheters into people. In, inserting a catheter into a penis is is relatively easy. There's a particular procedure that we do. We're doing a laparoscopic, which is we put a bunch of little tiny keyhole incisions and a little a bunch of little ports into the abdomen, and we stick a scope in there. And we use long instruments and long graspers to operate with. Wait, so you don't and, put it in the pee hole? No, no, we stick it in the abdomen. But in this particular procedure, which is a prostatectomy, which is the removal of a prostate, we, we transect the urethra. So we cut the urethra from the inside. Sweet. Because your prostate grows around your urethra. So to get it out, we have to cut on either side of the prostate. And then we have to sew the urethra back together from the inside. And in order to better see the urethra, we pass a catheter through the penis. And you have to reanastomose it, put it back together. So while the surgeon is stitching, I have to pull the catheter out a little bit so that he doesn't accidentally stitch the catheter in. And then when the surgeon is not, when the surgeon is not suturing, we like to push the catheter back in so that we can see the urethra opening. And so there's a lot of pulling in and out of the catheter constantly for a good half an hour. Not in my penis. And <laughs> it, it sort of is like jerking off somebody from the inside. So how many, you've jerked off a lot of people from the inside then? I jerked off a lot of people from the inside. <laughs> oh, you hussy. It's quite unique because they are asleep. And so they don't remember, so it feels a little bit like state rape. Dirty girl. Dirty girl. I'm going to your hospital. I'm going to cut my dick with so many razor blades, and then you're going to have to fix it.
that you have too. intimacy <laughs> issues. My, my, what's what's intimacy? Inti- my dick is only into herbal treatments. <laughs> Very homeopathic. Yeah, he just likes to eat all sorts of forest shrubberies. <laughs> eat these berries, just shoving them in there. <laughs> this will do it. This will do it. I think. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying that your penis was a Rastafarian for a second there. No, I mean like you know, you know how the little like blackberries you can like they're all like made of little tiny bulbs. Okay, you've seen. You separate the bulbs and you can shove. You know what? Them, you know what? Uh, ant tiny little mouth of you know the what, penis. You know what ant eaters do? I imagine you're just in there and your dick's out. It's around. It's hanging onto the forest floor and it's just sucking up berries and things. Yeah. And the whole, whole thing comes out. Lots of ants. All <laughs> no, that's that's me. <laughs> You're just eating berries. That's, that's a terrifying visual. <laughs> it's pretty hot. I'll show you the video sometime. So, uh, playing us out of this segment, we got a track called Rocket by Guy's Knight. Lucy, this is one of the ones that, that you, you gave it to a skin, right? Yeah. This is my friend Dave's band. They sort of had a hit, which was the Die Hard song, which played, I think, during the closing credits of the last Die Hard movie. Nice. They're awesome. Cool. They sing about penises and cock blocking. This is Rocket.
Dude! Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to Nerdy Show.
just listened to was Monster by Fred Schneider. That You may recognize him as the vocalist from the B-52s. This is from his one and only solo album. This song is about some kind of mutant dick. It actually was one of the earliest videos to get banned on MTV. We'll have a link to that on the episode page. It's cool. It has Tina from Talking Heads in the video. So we're going to talk about circumcision now. And this is a this is a sexual and political issue for a lot of people. I need all my politicians to be circumcised. Very <laughs> <Yeah. I laughs> political. I can't I can't vote unless you're circumcised. I only vote for uncircumcised presidents. I hate you. <laughs> you know why I feel like they're rebels. They're going to take charge. They don't care what other people think about them. No, see, I, I feel like people who've been circumcised against their will, they're fighting back. Because they didn't have a choice. Now they're fighting back. They're going to be great politicians, well, but they're fighting. Well, we all know that. I didn't get that choice. <laughs> see, I'm confused. Uh, I'm confused. Women don't have a penis, so I don't know which way to vote on them. Because they're either... You know, mentally. Well, let's, let's back up. <laughs> Stop. Okay, that was the car breaking. That was the car screaming to a halt. Now, I know we've all got. We we're all, we're probably all inevitably going to get into what condition our penises, those of us who have them, are in right now. But mine's doing pretty well right now. Uh, <laughs> but mine I, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not mine. You know what? If it ever changes, I hope you kept your receipt. <laughs> Lefty, does yours go to the left? Well, a lady never tells. <laughs> well played. Uh, we're about to have on the phone with us George Ann Chapin, who's the executive director of Intact America, which is the uh, one of the leading organizations in the United States against circumcision. And I'm wondering what every going into this interview, what everyone's uh, stance on that is uh, about circumcision be legal in the United States? Should it happen? Well, I, I, illegal. I'm not, Ban it. I'm saying people should have a choice. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's what I'm, I mean, like, it shouldn't just be downright illegal. Some people might have a preference. It wasn't it originally associated with religion, so as long as religion is a choice, what you do to your children, whether it's raising them to believe in a god or cutting part of their penis off, should be a choice. Right. But I mean, most, most things in religion are based on survival and hygiene thousands and thousands of years ago, so... <laughs> You know, they're like, don't eat animals with, you know... Cloven hooves. Cloven hooves, because everyone was getting sick and dying, and so now you know, that gets misinterpreted or, or whatever, interpreted to mean that, like, you go to hell for that. But really it was health reasons, or yeah. they thought it was health reasons. See, yeah. I like circumcision, because I am a bit of a well, masochist. Well, for starters, you're a Jew. Yeah, well, see, no, aside from that, the more, the more things... You're a Jew? The more and th I'm sitting <laughs> next to you? Oh, God! Oh, God! This I, interview's over. I, I wasn't, I'm not having been for, like, 15 years, but uh, the more pieces that are cut for me, I think, the better I feel. So I, <laughs> so I think circumcision is good, because I, I, I like it. You know, cut, cut pieces of me, it's good. feels good. Like, I, I think that I would have liked a choice. I was circumcised at, you know, birth in the hospital. It just sounds pretty sweet. It's twice the surface area, twice the nerve endings. I love feeling good but through it's a my worm. penis. <laughs> but as you age, the nerve endings deaden. And it just sags and looks like a throwing up yes. earthworm. An earthworm that's throwing up this skin. It's gross. <laughs> Who wants that? I don't fucking want that. I'd rather just have a saggy, droopy dick than one that's throwing up skin. <laughs> I'm just saying. Am I, am I right? Who's with me? Well, I mean... I've not read anything about these saggy, droopy dicks. Just wait, wait till you're 80, honey. <laughs> with us on the line right now, we have George Ann Chapin of Intact America. Hi, George Ann. Hello to all of you. Hello. Hello. Now, Georgianne, I, I think the, the biggest question that, that all of us had, well, specifically when I told everyone that, like, we've got this woman we're interviewing, she's the head of this organization that's against circumcision, everybody was like, how, how, do, you, how do you get involved in that? How do you end up devoting your life to that? I assume it means you have a good sense of humor. Uh, yeah, I do, and I'm um, 
I'm also pretty smart, uh, <laughs> and I have been thinking about circumcision for many, many years. Full disclosure, I'm 59 years old. I have a 30-year-old son and grew up in a household that didn't discuss, I was going to say much about sex, maybe anything about sex <laughs> and body parts. But when I became aware of circumcision, I was probably about 10 or 11 years old, I just thought it was the most ridiculous thing. I mean, the strangest thing that we would do this to little babies. So for some reason or another, I was either blessed or burdened with the sensibility that this was a really weird thing to do, to cut off a newborn baby's body parts. And then as I, you know, got older, I uh, studied anthropology in college and uh, in, in the 70s was, you know, exposed to the horror that Americans felt about female genital mutilation. And I would just say, you know, the first time rather just like, well, but don't we, don't we do that to baby boys in this country? And, and you know how when somebody jumps on you for something like all over you, they yeah. know you got something, right? Yeah. You know, ooh, for me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> if I am right. So people would, you know, get furious at me. You know, what does that have to do with anything? There's nothing like that in countries that practice female genital mutilation that it discriminates against women, you know, and my answer would be, well, then why doesn't in the United States, why doesn't male genital cutting discriminate against boys if, it, if female genital cutting discriminates against girls in countries they do that? So I just was always appalled by it, always thought it was something weird, but even so, I didn't think it was as bad as it is, until about 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, you know how things just sort of line up and you start hearing, you're hearing from various people the same topic. You know, like when you learn a new word and, and there it is all over the place and you just never saw it before. Yeah, so yeah, this like, came up like ninjas. Son, my, like what? <laughs> like, like, this is going to sound really weird, but, but a lot like ninjas in the 1980s. All of a sudden there were like... <laughs> 30 yeah, movies a year about ninjas coming out. <laughs> yeah. No one knew what they so were I, before. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I was never much of a ninja fan, but I'll take your word for that. <laughs> um, and, and so when, when my uh, son was 18, my son, my, you know, when my son was born, even though I didn't think circumcision was that big a deal, I'd certainly thought about it enough to know that there was no chance I was going to cut off part of his genitals. And when he was, and then that was that, you know, talk about it because why do you don't really go around talking about your kids genitals um, and when <laughs> not usually 18, <laughs> not right, exactly I mean I, that's what's so fascinating when people are arguing with you about circumcision you're like oh but you know they might feel bad they might compare and keep it clean I was like you know people don't talk about that it's not, not an issue do we talk about have long conversations about how we brush our teeth I don't think so you know so anyway he was 18 years old and um, we were in the car and he said to me um, by the way ma I never thanked you and dad for not having me circumcised <laughs> I'm really glad you did that yet you didn't have me circumcised I was completely taken aback and of course I was a whole lot happier that he said that rather than saying you know, I hate you for not having me circumcised. Or what, you know, I have you know many people who've had the experience where the kid says, 
I hate you for having me circumcised, which, you know, it's a horrible thing as a parent to hear, right? Anything that your kid's going to hate you for. I just started thinking about it a lot more at that time. And I really started learning more. And I went, it was an old lady law student. I went to law school when I was, you know, in my late 40s and started studying bioethics and I studied immigration law and refugee law and found out that, you know, if you were a woman at risk of having your genitals cut, you could actually get refugee status in the U.S., but once again, you know, but we just, you know, took it for granted that we could do that to little boys in this country, and and not only was there nothing wrong with it, but, you know, they were a bunch of wimps if they complained, because what could possibly be wrong with that? You know, nobody needed a foreskin. Nobody had a right to a foreskin. Anyway, long answer <laughs> to your question of how, <laughs> yeah. I, how I got interested. Well, there, there it is, the whole, the whole question, the, the big question of, you know, how did you personally get involved in this? answered so <laughs> so with with that out of the way i guess we can get to the you know to the, the actual issue at hand which is circumcision we're at an interesting point right now where this november on san francisco's ballot there's a ban on circumcision that's uh, that's going to be on the ballot that which statistically speaking could it happen i'm in san Wait, francisco did, i guess anything's does it get rid of the choice like completely it, it actually does which what? is an interesting that's, religious dispute i think that's wrong i think you should be allowed to choose I, I who mean, should be allowed to choose yeah the, you, the, 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 the person with the penis yes. when they're 18 yeah. years old. When I become 18, I should be able to just lop it off or keep it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's, and, and that's why it's not a ban. It is actually a ban on the circumcision of minors for non-medical justifications. Cool. So if somebody is sick and requires a circumcision, which of course is almost never, but could happen, <laughs> you could have a child who has some terrible disorder. The foreskin, by the way, is not a birth defect, right? So that's not a justification. Oh, yeah, the foreskin. Um, <laughs> or any adult could, for any reason, remove, uh, or as a friend of mine says, do, you know, agree to penile reduction server, uh, surgery on himself. Um, <laughs> this does not preclude the owner of the penis from deciding to have it reduced. It only says you know, that's why I challenge, you know, it should be a choice. I fully agree it should be choice only of the person who has to live with consequences. And that is what this legislation would accomplish. Now, that said, I, I have to make clear, Intact America, we did not sponsor uh, that San Francisco legislation. We're not a uh, legislatively focused organization, but I totally support this parallel ban on unconsented to genital surgery. You know, we have laws that we can't do that to girls and we should protect our boys the same way. Yeah. So it doesn't totally ban circumcision, but it bans medically unnecessary circumcision on people who are not able to give their consent. So what work does Intact America do if it's not on a political side? We haven't invested our resources in getting laws passed about circumcision. We do a massive amount of education. We have a we have a campaign now called Put Down the Knife, which is telling doctors to stop circumcising baby boys. We focus on the bioethics of male genital cutting. We say if it's not ethical to cut a girl's healthy genitals and, you know, remove, permanently remove a sexual body part from her, then for matters of bioethics and gender equity, it's also not ethical to do that to baby boys. So it's just, it's just, that you know every organization picks its focus and legislation is is not in tech america's focus now i know in the the jewish faith it is a 
like part of their their religion. I, I think you're looking for the word tradition. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, not that I'm a religious person, but I just I know that's part of something they they believe in. How how would this affect that? Uh, it would forbid or prohibit genital cutting for any non-medical reason. So it doesn't recognize a religious exemption. Religious exemption would actually be probably unconstitutional. Also, if you think about it, how on earth would you put that into place? Would you only allow... Who's going to determine the religious belief? <laughs> yeah, prove you're Jewish. <laughs> prove it. <laughs> well, I would have, well, but you, you, know, you stop circumcision and I have nothing. There are, ma- there are many Jews in the movement, in the anti-circumcision movement, and many, 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 way out of proportion to the number of, of Jews in the U.S. population, which is under 2%. If we're doing about a million newborn circumcisions a year in hospitals, the number of Jewish circumcisions, you're talking about well under, probably under half of 1% and maybe even less. I hadn't considered so, that. I didn't think it was, there was any way it was so low. That's, that's, that's crazy. I guess I well, just again, I just don't know about again, religious populaces. Jews only make up two percent of the population, right? Huh. And they have a lower birth weight, and most of them don't do ritual circumcisions. And this is always brought up, and interestingly, it's often brought up by people who have no vested interest in Judaism and no knowledge. And I think sometimes like <laughs> it's where we scurry to, like, oh, oh, but, but. But isn't that a religious thing to do? You know, aren't you supposed to? Because, you know, we have this sort of weird attachment to religion in, in this secular country of ours, which is, and, and we're, we're always looking for reasons. Everyone's always looking for reasons to justify mindless customs. And there's really nothing more mindless as a custom than cutting off part of a baby's genitals. What do you Uh, say to the people who say that circumcision is desirable because it promotes uh, cleanliness and prevents disease? Well, see, the thing... Yeah, you you could take off your lips and make it easier to brush your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out your your fingernails and you just think you'd never have to clip them or take a a file and and go under them. Um, (laughs) I think think you're on to Little girls' (laughs) genitals are at least as complicated as little boys' genitals I've never heard of, of, of unwashed genitalia like threatening world peace or <laughs> really, truly, do we know who does and doesn't wash their genitals and how often? I mean, our body sort of, that's why, you know, we're lucky we got water. You don't really need much soap. It's, it's just, also the 21st you know, century. It's just a top justification. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean, I know personally, there's nothing I spend more time washing in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. A friend of mine saw him really little. He said to her, "That's the only part of my body that's fun to wash." Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like one one time, a, a good friend of mine was watching me shower, and he's like. He was just, you know. Yeah. We were having a conversation, and I was just in the shower, and he's like. And he was like, dude, have you ever watched yourself shower? I'm like, no, I just do it. He's like, well, you wash one arm, then you wash your penis. Then you wash the other arm, then you wash your penis. Then you wash your chest. Just think so. Mike, was I wrong? No, you were were exactly right. I thought that was You know, I think it really boils down to parents, like typical middle America parents, just don't want to talk to their kids about their genitals in any way, shape, or form. They don't want to say, son, wash your penis. 
You gotta get in there and you gotta pull it back and you gotta scrub all that smegma out of there. Well, let me just, let's talk about the pulling it back part, okay? Okay, the, I, yeah, I, I, I don't have one, so I don't know. <laughs> the foreskin is attached to the head of the penis, the glands penis, when a child is born. And it doesn't separate, sometimes even into late adolescence. Sometimes it separates much earlier. You don't pull it back. Retracting the foreskin forcibly is a violent and terrible thing to do to a baby. It Never. would be like... Well, I won't try it an, then. <laughs> an instrument and perforating your daughter's hymen. I mean, would anybody ah. ever do that? And that is what premature retraction of the foreskin kind of equates to. Leave the child's body alone. Everyone in the you room know? is cringing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea. I, I had think no I idea. damaged my life, actually, because I, like, I, I renounced my faith a while ago, but I think simply because I had a circumcision, because my mom had me. We went home. I'm pretty sure she was just drinking a bottle of wine, takes the little knife part off the end of a corkscrew, <laughs> and was just like, Here's your circumcision, son, and then just does it to me, like, like I think, I, like, and then. What are you even talking about? Do it yourself, Brits. I'm pretty sure yeah, it was you, really traumatic. You hate just, your mom. I get it. I think that's where it comes from. I think it just completely ruined me that she did it herself when I got when we got home, and like somehow I know that. She didn't really do it herself. I, I, she might have. <laughs> no, Brandon's exaggerating. She didn't use a wine corkscrew. She used her teeth. <laughs> um, you know, that's what the interesting is if you think about how weird it is. Right? Right? She would probably be arrested if somebody knew that she did it herself. But yet we invite <laughs> some dude into the house, you know, right? Some non-medical guy, you know, the, uh, a, a moil comes into the house. He's got no medical, nothing, no medical license, no nothing, unregulated, right? And <laughs> let him cut off part of the baby's penis, like on the kitchen table. It may, and Not yet, my damn house. You <laughs> kid, you'd be arrested for that, and that's good. You should be arrested for it. But but why do we let him do it? So <laughs> so anyway, back to the retracting the foreskin. Yeah. Another kind of mystique, you know, that we can. Oh my God, you know, you wouldn't want your kid have to. You wouldn't want to have to retract your child's foreskin every day. It's like, yeah, you wouldn't want to, and he doesn't want you to either. And nobody should retract anybody's foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I himself, or somebody who he gives permission to do that, right? Or begs or begs to, or you know, whatever. I have a question. I know uh, I was talking to this guy I know who is a med student, and he he gets pretty mad when parents just want to do it for their children so their, their children will fit in with other kids. What I do you fucking say? hate that. Yeah. What do you say to that? That is garbage. That's what I say. Let me ask the I couldn't say it better myself. I mean, also that that is a, such an interesting place to come from because my father and my adopted father are both intact, I found out much later in my life, and both, and all my brothers are circumcised. So that justification, you know, only went so far when the doctors, you know, started really getting into circumcising. They said to all the intact fathers, oh, you know, you might be intact, but, you know, you wouldn't want your son to look like you because, you know, that would be gross, you know. So, so we got <laughs> well, this new and improved son we're well. going to give you. And then now that, you know, the majority of people who are having children these days were themselves circumcised, it, that becomes a justification. Well, you wouldn't want your baby to look like you. Uh, it look different from you, you know, down there. doesn't matter if he's got a different color eyes or different color hair or you have, 
you know, a beard and, and acne scars. Yeah, you know oh, what I look for in a son is an identical penis to mine. Most <laughs> 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 yeah, important a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a big thing that sons should look like their fathers. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Have you seen my and father? You know, the oh, girls, girls also, you know, compare their genitalia to their mother's genitalia all the time, right? Well, see, what I plan on doing with my son what, you can do that? is, uh, is when I, I want to just show him my penis at a, an extremely early age for him. So he thinks I have some sort of monster dick because it's the size of his head. And then, and then that way he goes through most of his childhood thinking he has a tiny, pathetic penis. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great strategy, yeah, Mike. It's just so I assert my dominance. Yeah, you're the boss. He'll never question. That you are the yeah, boss. Yeah, like, listen, my, my, my... Until you're this long, you follow my rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Georgian, I have a question. It's oral the loud mouth. Okay, so we're talking about parents and, you know, children being able to decide for themselves. But, you know, at some point, we do trust parents to make decisions based on our health. And, you know, regardless of whether it's for tradition or whether the parents are just like, I have the right to do this to my child, not necessarily harming them in the long run. I mean, we allow parents not to vaccinate their children if they so choose. Like, where do, where do we draw the line saying, I am mandating you do this or not do this because we are some governing body and you don't know what you're doing with your children? Well, we actually do not consider that parents' rights are limitless. And we don't consider that parents have the right to solicit medical treatment on behalf of their children if it, as you said, would cause them harm, which certainly removing, permanently removing a, a healthy, sensitive body part that, you know, God or nature, you know, whatever turns you on, put there for a purpose. We do not allow parents to, we do not allow uh, Jehovah's Witnesses to, who do not believe in blood transfusions, to deny their children blood transfusions because that would be to deny them the chance of, of being cured from a, a disease or an accident. We do not allow Christian scientists to withhold medical treatment from their children. Conversely, we don't allow people to agree to medical treatment or to solicit medical treatment on behalf of someone else when that is not treatment, right? In other words, you can't take your kid into the doctor and say, cut off his ear. <laughs> or, you know, you know I what, I worked in the, I worked, nope, you can say, you can ask, but, you know, they'll tell you no. You might, might arrest me you on the spot. say, you know, I worked in, you know, I worked in the deli, and I, I had a really, like, bad experience with meat slicer, and I'm missing the middle finger on my left hand, and, you know, I want you to make my son look like me, so would you please cut off the middle finger? It's called and symmetry. laughing. Because it's so absurd. Yet awesome. we think we say, yeah, but but it should be the parent's choice, even if it's not medically necessary. Because of course the foreskin's not causing the baby any trouble. In fact, it's waiting there to give the baby a lot of pleasure, and it's protecting his penis when he's very young. You can't you can't solicit somebody else to cut a healthy body part off your child who will permanently have to live without that healthy body part. So you're right. We allow parents a great deal of freedom. We also allow religious freedom for people to believe what they want to believe, but we don't allow them to inflict harm on other people because of their beliefs. So oh, there's okay. lots of law on this. Uh, we don't allow parents who, parents who believe that 
a righteous person either, I forget whether it's won't get bitten by a poisonous snake or if they get bitten, they won't die because they're righteous, right? We don't allow those parents to put a poisonous snake in their baby's crib. Uh, actually, um, I dated someone serious. whose parents there's did. A, there's, <laughs> a law, there's law cases that deal exactly with that. So they can believe anything they want about righteousness and snake bites, but they can't put their baby in there. So, so wait a second, because I, I have always planned on raising my child exactly like Hercules. Now, <laughs> I was going to send two poisonous snakes into, into his crib to, to, you know, make him stronger. Yeah, that's you, illegal. That's illegal? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Go to Greece. You, you he should be answered. a man, though, and he should be a man and put up with it, right? Yeah. You realize that's another thing that we do with circumcision, right? We think that, like, we'd have no problem believing a woman who said she was suffering from post-traumatic because someone chopped away at her genitals when she was a little child. But we think the guys, you know, who say that they're very distressed about having been circumcised, they ought to just, you know, shut up and, <laughs> and you know, suck it up and be a man, right? Yeah. Suck it up. Um, suck up that, that. So, good. so, well, the Hercules thing's good. I haven't, I haven't you know, I won't turn you in okay. yet. So, <laughs> so you thoroughly answered that question, but let's take it from another perspective. I am a homosexual, and I am very superficial, and I'm all about <laughs> cosmetics. I mean, say, like, I am able to go into hospital, I'm like, I want my child's ears pierced. That has nothing to do with anything but an aesthetic I think you idea. go to Claire's for that. You well, don't go to a hospital. what if the child doesn't want his ears pierced when he gets older and he hates you for it? <laughs> well, you're still well, punching a hole Tom, in the skin. I made sure that yeah, you were the most fashionable but, child in preschool. <laughs> so, like, your what... will close up, but your foreskin's not going to grow back. I don't think that, you know, people should be allowed to pierce the ears of their... Uh, minor children, but it's not the permanent removal of healthy sexual genital tissues. Of course, we do have laws against tattooing, so if you're a homosexual and all into looks and you want to tattoo your kid, you can't. Oh, you can't? Um, <laughs> if you're a heterosexual and all into looks, you can't. Um, no, no, tap so, that baby no, up. You, you draw, you draw something can't. really small, and as they grow, it gets bigger. Yeah, it's a shrinky dick. Okay, <laughs> I like this. When I talk to uh, young young people, or not so young people, I often bring one prop, and I bring a 3 by 5 index card, and I say, you know, anybody know what this is here for? And Take usually, nope. you know, people no don't idea. have any idea. <laughs> okay, if you fold that card in half, and then you kind of put it into a circle, that is how much tissue an average adult male foreskin comprises. So about 15 what? square inches. <laughs> See, that almost so makes me glad that mine's gone. No, no, <laughs> it makes me upset. That's it, all those awesome, sensitive nerve endings that bring yeah. me the, the only joy in my life. <laughs> um, what, what about boobs? All those blood vessels, <laughs> oh, nerve endings, muscles. You know, we are the most ignorant freaking bunch of people when we use words like oh it's just a it's just a little snip you know it's not there it doesn't serve any purpose it's a vestigial organ if you want to hear ignorance on the hoof just listen to a random bunch of people talk about foreskin you, you mean americans like don't know anything <laughs> about foreskin. it's true i mean we Nothing. didn't they never educate us even in sex ed they didn't tell me anything and i, I don't even think we yeah. had that class there's in school. there's some great clips online there's just some some girls being law like that is nasty tell him he is a nasty little boy and he should not be trying to make you give him head if he is not circumcised don't make him feel bad about it but there are procedures he can go get something done about that. Tell him to go down to the county, have him snip snip. He'll be a little sore for a while. 
But then if you want head so bad, you know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices. Parents, don't put your boys through this. When you have a little boy, get them circumcised. Get it over with, you know, while they're young, so then they won't be having to go through the same problem. So you think it's like know. a sickness? And imagine, yeah. imagine if, if men said that to, to women. I know, right? <laughs> if a man said to a woman, you, you get trimmed. Or you get sewed up tight, or I'm never going to have sex with you. And you know what? As a culture, we would just be horrified by that. But we think it's kind of funny that a woman would say that to a man. It's really astonishing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you're that saying this I should is a hate normal my body. It also shows massive ignorance about what pleasure uh, the foreskin brings, not only to its owner, but to his female or male partner. The foreskin is an organ of pleasure in, a, in an adult man, and there is, you know, no doubt about that. It's laden with nerve endings. It glides back and forth. Having sex with, you know, somebody without a foreskin is a little bit like kissing somebody without lips. You can do it. You can love them to death. You can have a great time, but it's not the same. At the end of the day, they have a skeleton face, and it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because I'm missing 15 square inches, or because it's me possibly 20 square inches, I should probably hate my parents and the religion I was born into then, because they did it to me. They're ma they made sure I would never, ever know what that's well, like. Well, that's nothing new for you, Brandon. You do actively hate your parents. With ghost penis? Is that like is that is that a thing where guys feel like phantom like, penis? Oh, phantom limb syndrome. Yeah. No, because I, I never knew what it was oh, like. That's yeah. only if you lose it after you I've know what it is. I've never heard the phrase ghost penis, but there's some <laughs> men who have a terrible sense of loss after oh, they realize what happened to them, and then there are also men who have very specific damage that definitely compromises their their pleasure, their sex life, even their walking around life. I mean I've I've as you can imagine, you know, talk about this a lot, I've heard every story you can imagine, including from parents who say, you know, my son was left with a, a scar that wouldn't heal and every time when it's hot, you know, he he bleeds and oh, you know, oh, he, oh, oh. <laughs> he had to give up running track. He yeah, had to I give up running track because the abrasion was just too much. Um, there are there are many, 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 many circumcision complications out there that men who aren't aware of what circumcision did to them often just think that's just the way their penis is. I think I'm just and more depressed And they don't realize now. that they have what they have is a very specific complication from a circumcision. A friend of mine is a physician in Santa Fe, New Mexico, has done you know, research with his patients, all completely voluntary with his adult patients, and has found an inordinate number of them have some kind of consequence, you know, to the to their circumcision. And most of them do not have any idea that it's from the circumcision. They just think, you know, well, that's the way their penis is shaped. Or, uh, And I've had people say to me, that's a scar. I didn't realize that was a scar, you know, in talking about what a, a circumcised penis looks like. And the answer is, yeah, that's a scar. The ring around uh, the glands is, is the circumcision scar. Now, now yeah. I have a question. What about, what about scars are cool, though? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, I, I start a lot of fights because <laughs> I try and get scars, but I don't think I would want a scar on my on your on your penis, right? Yeah. Uh, now I have a question. Now the men who are going to your friend who's examining them, 
Are they saying that they're having difficulties with their penis because they got no, the no, circumcision? No, no, no. He's, a, he's a family physician. He just asked his patients, and he's got a, you know, a, a very long-term medical practice. So he asked his adult male patients whether they would be willing to answer some questions, you know, for him. No, these were not people who went with any complaints at all about sexual dysfunction or about anything. You know, they were just. They were just his patients, and Sublime he collected sample. Oh. information over a period of years. Okay. I, I just want to point out that this is why I believe stem cell research is important, because they can regrow foreskin with it and attach it, but only with stem cells. So they could give me back my foreskin if they would just research it. I just want to point that out. There are, well, there's actually a lot of activity in that, in that arena, but there are also, and everybody laughs again, you know, and I think it's, you know, if somebody wants to do this, go for it. There are also mechanical foreskin restoration devices, what? and you can find them. Foreskin restoration is actually a topic that well, I'm doing it now. Uh, fascinates. I'm do it. You know, I I've had older, like an uncle of mine. You know, my relatives all think you know that it's first they thought I was like totally weird, and then they think I'm totally cool for <laughs> work. But an uncle of mine, who's you know he's a, He's in his early 70s, and he called me up one day, and I don't see him that often, and he said to me, hey, you know, I saw you on TV or heard you on the radio or whatever, and you think I could get my foreskin back? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, I answer every question except for you guys, because I know you're freaks. Um, <laughs> every question very seriously, because... Sometimes people ask you questions in a laughing way, but they are really dead serious, right? So I said to him, you know, I'm not going to judge that. I said to him, well, actually, there are some, you know, devices out there, and there is, you know, there are some options for foreskin restoration. And, in fact, I can send you some links to some websites. And I, totally. if you ever want to talk to anybody about it, I could, you know, ask a couple of friends of mine who have restored to talk to you. And then he goes, oh, no, you know, I'm just, I'm really just kidding. But, you know, the point is, number one, he wasn't totally kidding. No, he wasn't. You two, don't call up and totally ask that. totally legitimate question. And if, you're, if a man is interested, again, people trivialize it. Like, oh, wow, why don't they just grow up and get a, hey, you know what? You're interested in restoring your foreskin? Go for it. Who's gonna, why is that any weirder than other things that people do to feel better, you know? Do it, fine. Sensor. But anyway, regeneration is probably the least advanced of all the techniques. That this, this definitely the least advanced. The most successful restoration is non-surgical mechanical restoration, which is, involves a lot of stretching and has to be kept up over time, but people who've done it regularly are happy with it. Foreskin restoration, I have no doubt, will come about at some point to be more common, but right now it's, it's, it's not very common. I feel like this is probably the time in the conversation where we should all come clean about this, those of us in the room who have penises, about the status of our penises. I've already mentioned earlier that I do not have a foreskin. Does anyone here have a foreskin? No, nope. see? No, no, no. no. Okay. We're, we're cut. We're, wow. We're I cut. was with a dude once with one, and it was a surprise. <laughs> uh, were you pleasantly surprised? Uh, I was. It was more like a new puzzle that I didn't know how. It was like, <laughs> what but I think I figured it out. Like I, my uh, my roommate. I just make perfect. Actually, it was one of our. It was Brandon Cap and I had a roommate who was uncut, and so, oh jeez. As everyone knows, 
him and I just like to walk around the house naked. I was freaked out. <laughs> I just want to say, because it was just, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what I was looking at, and it was scary. But, but it, 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 I wasn't really Which scared. is what most ignorant Americans say about Well, yeah, because yeah, it looked like a Do you know earthworm. that medical textbooks from, like, well into the 1970s only showed, medical textbooks only showed pictures of circumcised penis? That is yeah, fucking stupid. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, so most Americans at that time had never seen a normal penis. I mean, think about that. Again, think about it from the other gender perspective. Think about if the only vulva, the only female part anybody saw had either had the labia removed or had been sewn up, um, and that was considered normal. You know, American doctors will will look, uh, you know, a woman from, uh, you know, a sub-Saharan African country, you know, will appear for a, a GYN exam or because she's pregnant. And American doctors have told, you know, how utterly, completely horrified and mystified they were when they saw a woman who had been genitally cut. And actually, I I know someone who came here as a, she was working as a nanny, and she was from the Caribbean, and she had never seen a circumcised boy or man. And she felt horribly sorry for the little boy she was caring for when she first saw him because she thought something terrible must have happened to him to have lost that part of his penis. I'm curious, what was the, the first time everybody, at, like, because, I mean, obviously, if we, we've all got these, like, these circumcised penises, so, and you, you think that's the normal thing going through life unless, say, your dad, like, isn't circumcised. So uh, I'm curious about first-time experiences. You raised your hand, Jared. Jared. Ra- no, my, my father is uncircumcised, and you know, like we my... we like to say intact, right? Intact. Like we yeah. wouldn't talk about somebody being unappendectomized. He is a, com- he is a complete human being. You know, I, I have I have that beef with with tea. Yeah, I was going to say we live in the south, and we have to say unsweet tea. Yeah. Because bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but but I just just a little editorial comment there. So your father's oh, intact. No. Yes, my father is intact. Um, and you, and you call yourself an intact. Well, that's like that's a word, right? But, that's yeah. That was a name that was sort of somebody contributed that to the lingo a number of years ago. I didn't know the history of it, and, and we, you know, and that's what we com- com- commonly refer to ourselves as. And it stuck. So yeah. anyway, uh, carry on, Jerry. Oh no, no, like like uh, Mike, uh, my my father would oftentimes walk around naked, and it was something that you know my my family just kind of shrugged off, but we still kind of frowned upon it. <laughs> The first time I saw one was literally when the story Mike told earlier was one of our roommates. In co- I waited till college. For me, it was as soon as I got the internet. I was like, for some was, reason, I didn't see any on the internet. It was the first thing I searched for. Uncircumcised penis. Really? Uncir- well, it wasn't the first thing I searched for. It was. <laughs> it was oh, there's the internet. Let's first off, Mike, penises. you didn't realize you were kind of gay until recently. So, may- or did it go back farther? Finding <laughs> <laughs> so evidence now. Uh, you, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> always been kind of gay. I just didn't admit it. Well, you know, okay, 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 okay. There we go. That's not true. Like, but I, uh, yeah, I just, you know, and I was like, oh, that's what it looks like. And I, and I, and I you know, speaking of the internet, I see a lot of discussions on the internet on, on my my site 4chan uh, where people ask cut or uncut, and then people respond, you know, like what they prefer and and there's usually a surprising amount of women who say they prefer uncut and it's and it's like good like that makes And me that number that number is certainly going to grow as 
as people become more familiar with uh, the normal, you know, body. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I've seen a I've seen a significant increase just like coming across conversations in high school and so on about circumcision. Not all the girls reacted fucking terribly. They're like gross. If you were to explain to someone, say in a very prudish time period, let's just throw out oh the popular one, the 1950s. If you were to explain to someone from an ignorant middle American town the concept of homosexuality, it would be like bashing their face against a pavement. They're like, what? That can't possibly exist. That's insane. That's the typical reaction of like a high that's school girl to, uh, <laughs> uh, to you know circumcision. And and that's definitely changed. There's lots of videos on YouTube of like women having the circumcision conversation, which largely ends up being positive. They're all like, yeah, like I, you know, it's cool when when there's extra skin to play with. And oh, it's it's like a neat thing to. It's what's so supposed to be bored. there. When it's more bored. fun. I get more out of it. La la la. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah, we, so, we will never know. We will never know. We'll never know. Well, we could we could get restored, Brandon. Well, you and me, we could we could make a we could make a I'll foreskin pact. We should do that. Yeah, we should, you want to do that? Yeah. Want to spit in each other's hands and shake and do this? <laughs> no. It shouldn't be spit. If you, no. if anyone on the show wants a, a referral to somebody who's an expert on restaurant, be happy to send you like some links or something. Totally, I went yeah, into this conversation like thinking, oh man, uncircumcised penises are gross. That's disgusting. They look gross. I don't ever want to touch that. But now I'm coming out of this conversation like I'm totally want to restore my foreskin. That's awesome. <laughs> well, then, then you can do I cock docking. I really like all of the pro language you use. I think that's really smart as far as reclaiming it, it as a movement is concerned. Yeah, and I really like how you are always prepared. Like, no matter what curveballs people throw at you, I know you must hear some crazy shit. Like, you are on your game. You are on point, as we would say. I had a really funny, I was on this Canadian radio station. I've been on this, that particular show a bunch of times. I guess I, I'm entertaining to them. And somebody called in. I probably, you know, said one of the things I've said here. Like, I guess I, I said the thing about, you know, women. We wouldn't, we certainly, you know, wouldn't judge women who said they had been traumatized. And he said, she sounds like a feminist to me. <laughs> and the talk show host said, I don't know. I, I don't think I ever met a feminist who knew this much about penises. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's safe to say was, you loved it. I was so happy that he, you know, that he like got it. You know, so, yeah. we're you know we're talking about you know we 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 know we're talking about sex. We got to be you know totally comfortable talking about sex, but we're also talking about human rights. We're talking about people's right to their to their normal bodies and. The interesting thing about it is that once somebody gets that, you know, once someone kind of gets that concept, they don't ever go back. So they might not make it the most important thing in their life. Maybe they go out and restore their foreskins. Maybe they don't. But once they've seen it as, wow, that is a pretty damn weird thing to do to a baby. And you know what? You're, she's right. That's a normal body part. And what are doctors doing cutting that off? Once somebody gets on that page, they don't ever go back. They don't ever say, come back the next day and say, you know what? Yesterday, you know, I kind of agreed with you. You know, I think, I think cutting off a baby's foreskin is really kind of barbaric. That's what I thought yesterday. But I've been thinking about it overnight, and I actually think it's really a good idea to cut off baby's foreskin. <laughs> People just... 
they don't go back. And actually, I have a contention, which is that if we're talking preference for sexual partner, people don't go back to preferences, to a different preference either. They might be perfectly happy with someone who they really like, whether that person's intact or not. But, but once somebody gets comfortable with a normal body, it, you know, it's no longer a, a challenge. Well, let, let that be a note to everyone in this really room. Like it. Just keep them, keep them away from those intact penises. Otherwise, they're never going to come back to you. <laughs> Yeah, there's always love, you know. Love, love conquers all that stuff. Well, once you go intact, you never go back. <laughs> Bumper stickers. Yeah, you, know, so, yes. you know, you have to worry about that. I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really sad when I meet that girl who's just like, you know. Sorry, sorry, you're cut. Get away from me. I'll be like, oh, come on, come on. I'm, I'm gonna make like a little like. Like I'll like, stretch it. I'll stretch it. Like, I can hold sweater. it. Well, actually, that, that's a, that's a note that I would like to conclude on. I'm going to read a little excerpt from Arthur C. Clarke book, 3001. This is actually the, the first time that I encountered the anti-circumcision debate ever was I was a geeky little kid reading science fiction books. Of course, Arthur C. Clarke wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey. He's known for being the science fiction author who's created science fiction that's al always kind of predicted the future. He even predicted certain aspects of space travel. NASA scientists read his books and said, oh, that sounds like a good idea. So here's a little bit of his prediction on the future of circumcision, actually. <laughs> this is from Chapter 12 of 3001, The Final Odyssey, chapters aptly titled Frustration. This book follows the life of Frank Poole, one of the original characters from 2001, who seemed to have died in space, but was actually kind of frozen in a way that after a thousand years had passed, they could actually like make his body work again and bring him out of sort of a, an accidentally created cryogenic state. He, he just met up with a woman, in, uh, a woman from the current time, the time of 3001. He's from, he's from 2001, he's from the 21st century. Everything was going splendidly, he lamented, when she suddenly became hysterical and pushed me away. I was afraid I'd hurt her somehow. Then she called the room light. We'd been in darkness and jumped out of bed. I guess I was just staring like a fool, he laughed ruefully. She was certainly worth staring at. And the guy he's talking to says, I'm sure of it, go on. After a few minutes, she relaxed and said, and I'll never be able to forget, Anderson waited patiently for Poole to compose himself. She said, I'm really sorry, Frank. We could have had a good time, but I didn't know that you'd been mutilated. Oh. <laughs> the professor looked baffled, but only for a moment. Oh, I understand. Uh, I'm sorry, too, Frank. Perhaps I should have warned you. In my 30 years of practice, I've only seen a half dozen cases, all for valid medical reasons which certainly don't apply to you. Circumcision made a lot of sense in primitive times, but even in your century, as a defense against some unpleasant, even fatal disease in, in backwards countries with poor hygiene, but otherwise, there was absolutely no excuse for it, and several arguments against it, as you've just discovered. I checked the records after I'd examined you the first time, and found out that by mid-21st century, there had been so many malpractice suits that the American Medical Association had been forced to ban it. The arguments Yay! <laughs> I know, right? The arguments among contemporary doctors are very entertaining. I'm sure they are, said Poole mor morosely. In some countries, it continued for another century. Then some unknown genius coined a slogan, please excuse the vulgarity. The vulgarity in 3001 is the, is the word God, actually. They say uh, deus. It, speaking of religion is actually kind of faux pas in that, in that timeline. God designed us. Circumcision is blasphemy. And that more or less ended the practice. But if you want, would be easy to arrange a transplant. You wouldn't be making medical history by any means. And then Frank says, I don't think it would work. After, afraid I'd start laughing every time. <laughs> That's weird. This just makes wow. me depressed, and I can't live in that in that time period. So does that mean all the legionnaires are uncut? Oh, <laughs> yeah, in, 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 in legion. Excuse you. Intact. In Intact. But does that mean that Karate Kid is is he? Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> Georgian, Georgian, we're talking about really obscure DC Comics characters right now. I'm old. 
old, you know. I don't know this stuff, but that's okay. <laughs> but I, 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 yeah, I get the drift, and I didn't actually know about that Arthur Clarke quote, so that's a cool thing to know about. Of course, he, even there, however, there's some lack of, of knowledge in there. I mean, the idea that back in the old days it, it served for hygiene. I mean, that's just never been the case. Circumcision came about in America, as a, you know, the, the Anglo-Saxons did not circumcise. It came about in America during Victorian times as a way to control masturbation because it was thought that masturbation was a terrible risk to the health of a boy. So if you inflicted pain on the genitals, the, the boy would never masturbate. Yeah, you get those was, hairy, blind children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we never, you know, all this, you know, sand in the desert crap and, and back in the old days when they didn't have enough water. Circumcision is a custom that probably in Judaism is a vestige of child sacrifice. You know, they stopped killing the whole baby and just <laughs> and circumcision in, in America is a now it's just uh, something doctors sell, but in the mid-19th century, it was really a way to curb boys from masturbating. Even Maimonides, you know, didn't the work. Jewish no, philosopher, uh-huh. said that circumcision was a way to keep down the sexual drive of men, and it drove down sexual desire, at least <laughs> temporarily. And now we know why I don't come from hand jobs. No! Oh. <laughs> I'll help you out with that. <laughs> cool, cool. I, I think you need See a... me later. <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm not there now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, Cap. Maybe you've just, I mean, I've had some awful hand jobs, but I've had. I've had... <laughs> and on that note. On that note, uh, thanks so much for joining us, Georgian. This has been uh, great, yeah, great, great. Speaking like, up for my penis. Uh, epic, Thank you so much. Epic length Thank conversation. Thank you for changing my mind. You, you really helped me realize that my parents scarred me twice. Once from circumcision and once from naming me oral? What the hell? Well, I'm, I'm glad you had me. I really appreciate the, the time on your show. And just, you know, spread the word, okay? Oh, absolutely. Oh, made an intactivist out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, wow, yeah, that was an epic-length conversation. Have you ever, ever seen a circumcision happen? Have any of you ever seen it? No. No, God, no. There's, there's, no, man, they have it in movies all the time. There's a pin and... Oh, yeah, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, that's oh, true, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. What, they don't show it, though. No. Uh, there, there, there's a Penn and Teller episode of Bullshit. It's, it's amazing. It is like the... It is the piece of a video that you go to for an informed like d- discussion on circumcision. They actually show baby circumcisions in there. You want to see? Bloody? Is it bloody? It's bloody and fucked up. And they and... say like Penn's like, oh, oh, look at the baby. The baby's like, uh, he's got about, he's like about to go to sleep or something. And he's like, actually, the reason the baby looks like he's about to go to sleep is because he's about to die. is because all the like I'm gonna say you get the medical terminology wrong, but but all, all the neurons are firing off in his brain, and he's actually like kind of going into this little like pain coma. I mean that's that's <laughs> that, hey, uh, pain comas. Uh, that's that's not. Those, that's not the medical terminology. You'll still watch the video. You'll know. There's a link to that. Could they on not the, circumcise uh, the babies by putting their penis in one of those mechanical pencil sharpers? Because I used to think that's how they did it, like something like that. Oh. Where you just stick it in, it goes brr, and then it's done. Like why would they use a knife? That's even more painful. Why a knife? It could probably fit in a pencil sharpener. So, you know, I like this idea so much, Brandon. I'm gonna create one. Okay. That that's of uh, adult Cat size. Pendant. Yeah. <laughs> slowly, then one fell swoop. Yeah, and it's it's got one of those. It can, yeah, it moves. So you're like, <laughs> you grind it. 
You can set your own speed. You can do it really agonizingly slowly or really and fast. And you might miss it. Goes, it looks like a fucking Japanese. No, the blood goes. Like, you know where the pen? You know where the thing is where the pencil shavings go? It's no. basically blood and. I like the idea penis that, you know, shavings. If you if you tag music into it, like like a Jack in the Box, <laughs> yeah. like a sad Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> there goes your sex life. <laughs> We're gonna have a, we have links to other activist stuff on on this episode's page. Links to where you can find uh, ways to get your foreskin back. Or, or at least have a to, right to foreskin. Yeah, you do. You do have a right to foreskin. And, uh, you know, if Brandon and I decide to hold true to our foreskin restoration pact, we'll let you know. I know where mine is. <laughs> mine was, I think, planted under a tree, because that's what Jewish people do. They plant their foreskin under a tree. I have a foreskin tree somewhere. You know, you know what's actually weird, and you've just, you've just this minute reminded me of this. I'm pretty sure my mom has my foreskin. No joke. In a box? Like, yeah, in a box. Like Wait, a, did a she, little did dried she, did she circle of skin. Did like, like Wait, how they so make beef jerky? Part of your dick's in a box? His dick is in a box. Part of your dick's in a box. Yeah, my mom's box. It's in my mom's box. <laughs> oh, that's a show for a different time. <laughs> the next topic is gonna be it just looks like It just looks like a strip of bacon. <laughs> uh, anyway, taking us out of this, this lengthy discussion is... Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't that long? I told this was a dick podcast and I get to see a dick. Mike. Mike, stand up. Were you, who who <laughs> promised you this? <laughs> yes. Who, who did promise you a dick? This is the video. Wait, here, I'm on Skype. <laughs> Let me Skype Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I heard about it through the Mom Boys. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be witnesses anymore. Is this really happening? I, it better. I, I, so, there If you haven't guessed, listeners, Lucy is on uh, video <laughs> chat right now. Okay, there we go. You don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> you, <is laughs> Can we get some dance music? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> is everyone ready? There we go. There you go. Oh my god! <laughs> I like how as you as you giggle, they just kind of. <laughs> yeah. So there it is. Okay. And we're done. I like this. Yeah. Great. Well, there's more. So. <laughs> uh, why aren't you wearing underwear? Mike, you're missing, you're missing your foreskin. Hey, why does, foreskin. It, hey, I don't why like does anybody wear underwear? Why does anyone wear it's underwear? It's like wearing a diaper. Because I like my well, junk I mean, to be clean. Uh, I never thought about that one. Because I don't wash my pants a lot, so well, I have my hey underwear man, is clean. A key part of the gay wardrobe is your underwear. You have to have cute underwear. This yes. is true. Okay, well, uh, I want to know I mean that's 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 okay, man. If that's if that's you know your sexy clothes on your sexy. It's, your... it's the you know the gay equivalent to lingerie. Yeah, if if that's I mean if that's how it is and cool, but go a week without underwear and you're like fuck, I don't ever want to wear that but shit again. But I mean, again. I don't need my junk up against like the zipper and. Uh, no, it, it doesn't work I that way. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way, man. Oh, wear... I have zipped up my junk in. And I I, I wear zippers. It doesn't. Ouch. It doesn't. You can it hurts. Scene from something about Mary just it hurts. That, that is a that is a fantasy. Can you look at that scene? That's a horror. It, that's a horror. Okay, it's a horror fantasy. fantasy. It's a fantasy for me. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean like the uh, that is that shit. I mean you can sure you can fuck up your dick on a zipper. I'm sure you can. You know you know what's funny? But, you know I don't wear underwear, and the only infliction of pain I've had because I don't wear underwear is my laptop. What? I'm resting it on my crotch. The battery on the back it's so hot it heats up any metal <laughs> on my on my uh, oh weird body. and all of a sudden the little buttons on my button down pants I'm like whipping <laughs> 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 my pants off because I'm like holy shit and, and then my Triforce belt buckle starts to heat up and, and then you stab my your belly and I'm just like I'm like and then the bullets in your revolver start <laughs> shooting everywhere. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's see that. Let me see yours. 
Oh, nice. Is that a, oh is that my a bunny God. rabbit? What? No, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see. My, uh... Oh, yeah, she, she's got a... She, oh, yes, you know, that's she's got a good. shaft with all the fixins. Yeah. It's like it's got those ball bearings and everything. That's a good one. Sprinkles. That's a good one. All the fixins. <laughs> I approve of that. I mean, for others, but this is... That's the, your favorite? That's the most... No, it's actually, it's not, but it's the one that's the most... There are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... Let's see your favorite. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's clearly I the Smurf like one. I this one the best. Oh, what is it? I gotta see. Oh, the bullet. It's the bullet. This is the one-two punch. Gotcha. Nice. I've never seen one of those before in my life. Are you serious? No, that's a lie because he probably has one. No, I don't have one. Okay. I've experienced one. It just came out of nowhere. Lefty's emptying her toy chest for us. It's like gerbil cages. Because they go for both genders. Oh, nice. On that note, it's been a lengthy discussion, so what we're going out with is a little bit of Shaft. This is... <laughs> no, seriously, Shaft? Seriously, the okay. theme from Shaft by Isaac Hayes. Is it the original theme? The original. Okay,
first brother man Can you dig it? Who's the cat that walk about When there's danger all about Right on They say this cat shaft is a bad mother I'm talking about shaft He's a complicated man But no one understands him but his woman You was just a little different People always stared at you Sometimes life is a circus It makes me nervous And then one day Your true inner power emerges Puff of smoke You're moving to better places now Doing everything you can To make a difference now And I remember when the kids Used to be scared of ya Winslow Dorth When growing up in Bavaria They said the winners were bad You got older Remember how they said The nights were even colder First I'm over here Then I'm over there Then I'm in your ears So better As I'm crawling through the night with the finish in sight Cause it's not the way you look, it's the way that you fight Next I'm over here, then I'm over there Then I'm in your ears, so better listen dear As I'm crawling through the night and I'm walking to the light Cause it's not the way you act, it's the way that you fight Crawling through the night as I'm holding a mic Crawling through the night as I'm holding a mic Yo, bring that beat back around again It's like this So you dressed a little different Some called you circus freak Your family abandoned you up the river creek And you lost a bit of mystique The bigger you grew up Realizing that the mob was plenty angry indeed But you stuck to your guns Made the best of the situation Devil in the sky But no angels were awaiting All alone baby You grew up maybe Scrap one other's corner Do you do what you had to do And pretty soon you met a slew of other dudes That's down to ride And soon you're running with a crew Met a lady who Who made you feel less blue Who looked straight up in your eyes 
that she could see right through Who knew that ugly baby would grow up just to be The person that you became, that's who you're gonna be So when you're born in the dark, feel your heart is a rock Well every night becomes the dawn, gotta crawl before you walk First I'm over here, then I'm over there Then I'm in your ears, so better listen dear As I'm crawling through the night with the finish in sight Cause it's not the way you look, it's the way that you fight Next I'm over here, then I'm over there Then I'm in your ears, so better listen dear As I'm crawling through the night and I'm walking to the light Cause it's not the way you act, it's the way that you fight Crawling through the night as I'm holding a mic Crawling through the night as I'm holding a mic Crawling through the night as I'm holding this microphone Yo, it's like that What you just heard was the Adam Warrock track, Night Crawling. We played that because we're going to talk about fictional penises right now. Something we've brought up in the past is that a really terrible X-Men writer named Chuck Austin one time said, on the X2 DVD, I might add. I thought it was the X1.5. It may have been X1.5. It may have been the X2 DVD. X1.5 was this bastard, really shitty... Weird. It might have been X2. Because uh, Nightcrawler was in that one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, this guy said on this DVD, and this guy's a hack writer. He's a terrible oh, yeah, writer. Yeah, he washed out pretty quickly. Yeah. It um, was when Marvel was subscribing to the school thought, this was years ago, that people just buy these characters. We don't need to pay top name writers because, you know, we can just put anyone on these books. And this guy who writes baseball porn American manga, we'll put him on... X-Men. And this was right after Grant Morrison's epic run yes. on New X-Men, so real slap in the face. Anyway, this guy, this guy, as though he's some kind of aficionado, goes on the X-Men DVD and says, Nightcrawler has two penises. No, what he says is, look at his hands. He's got two fingers and a thumb. What else does he have two of? Oh. Implying... I was going to say eyes. Because he has two and, you know, eyes. And then, and then, he's, and then, and then he, he had a scene dicks. where his pants came off in front of Kitty Pride, and she went... Oh, and at first I thought it's because... Or possibly Jubilee, I'm not sure. It was it was Kitty Pride. Wait, this okay. was in the movie? Jubilee was kind of like not around yeah. at this mm. time. They're interchangeable somewhat. Why yeah, would, why would he yeah Kitty, Kitty Pride is the pre-Jubilee. <laughs> so that happened, and then it was like, oh, maybe Nightcrawler has a giant penis, but then I realized, oh wait, he was implying he has two dicks yeah which is which is all good and well except the guy's a hack writer and he added a bunch of stuff to nightcrawler's backstory which was just unacceptable well that brings up a question maybe you can answer cab or mike so nightcrawler can teleport to any place he's already been right no it's no. Not, it's kind of like 13 miles oh so yeah. he can't yeah. i was gonna say if he slept with a woman he can always teleport back no. to that woman no no, no he's not like blank. like and, and, and like he can tell he as kind of like a rule of thumb he kind of like teleports usually to a place he can see just because so he doesn't end up in a fucking wall right. or like a volcano. But there has been moments where, like, oh shit, he's in a near-death situation. He wakes up fucking a million miles away <laughs> because just his mutant powers kicked him somewhere. Now that we've discussed the song relevance for our for our selection there and the the weird ass thing about Nightcrawler's penis, may he rest in peace, because he's dead now. For the moment. Yeah, don't, for bring, the moment. don't bring him back. Yeah, yeah that's comic um, books. God damn it, that's what I love about it. Bring everyone back. Kill him. Bring him back. 
Because that never happens in, you know, your Ching Chong Chinese animes. <laughs> Seven Dragon so, Balls. <laughs> what? So, so we're, we're going to talk about, yeah, where you just got to just gotta die every time. You get your powers. <laughs> it, oh, man, I got to die so I can go train. And then spend an entire season running on a big snake in heaven and then get back to Earth to fight a man. Hey, Sorry, Snake Way was a legitimate trade route. For people going to and from the spirit realm. Shut your mouth. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about penises in history, mythology, and popular fiction in this in this segment. What do you got, guys? On a side note, my penis is fictional. I just wanna point that out. Thank you. So's mine. Woo! That's why I'm hankering for your manginas. <laughs> Well, then, since we talked about mythology, you know, there's there's nothing more prevalent than sexual themes in mythology, especially Absolutely. penises. Yeah. Probably some of the best examples I can think of is let's uh, let's take Mesopotamian mythology. The deity Enki, I, I forget which um, city he hailed from because back then it wasn't like a, an entire region had a god. It was different cities had different gods. But uh, Enki. Where is this? What mythology is this? What the hell are you talking Mesopotamian about? Mesopotamian mythology. Is that where Conan the Barbarian came from? No. Is that where? Wait, that's, um, that's wait a minute. This is this is the place. That renamed themselves after the B-52 song, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or the They Might Be that's... Giants song. There are many songs about Mesopotamia. Okay. That's closer uh, to helping but, uh, me. But, but, but anyways, N.K. Uh, is Is this uh, where Marduk's from? Yes. Oh, Marduk, all right. Yes. Cool. The, the dog from the little comic strip Not on the Marmaduke. papers? Not oh, okay. Marduk. Dude, I love Marmaduke. He just gets <laughs> on the furniture. He don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Marmaduke's penis. Uh, <laughs> is responsible for unleashing the Tigris and Euphrates from his penis. Oh shit! Uh, he, oh, he, he gave he the world a golden shower. River. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't understand. Huh? Huh? I'm okay with I'm this. down with that. Yeah, I'll take a bath in that. <laughs> Feels good, man. I oh. hear that Medusa. I got get my Priapus on. What is it? Isn't that priapism when you have the boner for four hours? No, this, already... is where it, this is where it came from. I don't even. He's a god of fertility. Was His giant penis was used as a threat against Thebes, like a scarecrow. <laughs> garden. Stay away. This dick is in front of you. Um, as she mentions that, a lot of uh, Roman households actually had penis lanterns that they held uh, you know, up in their houses to keep these thieves away. I think they're all just perverts. Wait, are they made out of real dicks? No. Because that'd be fucking They were awesome. iron dicks. That's pretty sweet. Yes. That is pretty sweet. And it's also a really awesome name of a metal now, band. I have a question. Okay, so these iron dicks, did people have like an iron mask to go with it? And then they reenacted being Leonardo DiCaprio from Day to Day Life? <laughs> now does Iron Man have an iron dick? Like a suit add-on when he needs to bang a big sexy robot? like oh, Or Fing Fang Foom? Yeah. <laughs> Just things, things that happen, you know? Isn't there a guy named Old Iron Dick? There's the love sausage from the boys. <laughs> that is true. He got, he got his, his, his weakness. Big fake American titties, <laughs> and then to give him a boner. Well, and when, get, are, when are we gonna talk about the science behind the fictional dick ships, which is the spaceship made out of many dicks we'll, to go to the go to the moon? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> we gotta get through all of history first before okay. we get to Aqua Teen season eight. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because I still Possibly have questions seven. about Mr. Fantastic, and there was one other person. Don't say Mr. Fantastic's man. dick can stretch. Well, the, no. We know this. He can stretch his brain, according to Grant Morrison. Uh, that's what I was about. Grant to... Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, so Zeus, uh, you know, loved to fuck everything and anything. Oh, yeah. And uh, on numerous occasions, Hera would get wind of this, and Playa. one day she, uh, you know, chopped it off and threw it into the ocean. Well, like, he can, but he's what a god. Came, he can grow it back. What came from that? Aphrodite? Aphrodite. Wait, so Aphrodite? Thank you, Xena, wait, wait. warrior princess. So Aphrodite's the big penis. She is the product of Zeus's She's penis. the sexiest wait, wait. penis I've so ever Aphrodite seen. Aphrodite is a hot woman who wants to fuck everything, but she's actually a giant dick. So yes. she's a lesbian. So if I have sex with Aphrodite, I'm gay because she's actually a big penis. Only, only but what it... is a penis but a vagina turned into? No, it's that. only. That's what I said earlier. It's <laughs> only if you kiss her on the back of the neck, look her in the eyes, and say, "I Wait, love you." Afterwards, I thought it was make the Which chocolate chip you pancakes in the head. How do you kiss someone on the back of the neck and look them in the eyes? Hey, it's like you can do it. <laughs> you twist their heads. <laughs> Just no. fucking twist the head around. Hey, wait a minute, that was season. Just two, snap season the neck. Three of True Blood. That doesn't count. I don't know anything about True Blood. I don't even. Okay, Finally, geez. let's let's talk about Japan. <laughs> Japan does look like well, a J- old J- dick. Japan has an entire festival devoted to penises. It's called the uh, <laughs> Kanamara Matasuri, which means festival. I played of every Katamari. That never happened. I, mean, I love calamari. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if, if this if this level was ever available in the game, I'm sure when they localized it, it got stripped the fuck out. Because at this festival, you had that cheat code. <laughs> yeah, it, it got, got degloved. It got degloved. <laughs> That's a great word. You guys should follow that away along with like you know cool words like defenestrate. Start yeah. hash hashtagging it. Deglove. Deglove this fucker. (laughs) It's a festival all about penises. They have all kinds of like uh, statues of penises, carvings of penises, candies of penises. It's said that uh, penis tastes like candy. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. It tastes like urine and soap. (laughs) Not in that order. It's said that the 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 festival is focused around prostitutes. Well, it started with prostitutes who wish to pay for protection against sexually transmitted diseases. Didn't work. And and there's also like so you like know, a protection racket, like <laughs> hey you need some protection. <laughs> That's a pretty nice vagina. You should give me a five or you make it eight. It would be a terrible thing if it just got messed up. <laughs> <laughs> there's the usual stuff about you know prosperity, like uh, easy childbirth and stuff like that. But there's also a legend of a sharp-toothed demon that hid inside the vagina of a young girl and castrated two young men on their wedding nights. Saw that movie. Yeah, uh, Gremlins. Team. Gremlins too. Oh yeah. I <laughs> thought it was called Real Life, and that's why I don't sleep with women anymore. Sorry, Lefty. <laughs> you have teeth. I don't want to sleep with you, Oral. It's quite all right. Okay, Aww. that's good. I I would hate for you to see all the tears as you try to sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, women don't have. Teeth uh, bring your rape your rape whistle anyway. Really? Okay, good idea. I always have mine. I'm always blowing it while I rape. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, if I put a mouth guard in a woman's vagina, they can't bite down on my teeth, right? Well, here's here's I a solution. Just pass the guard. The uh, the, the story does not <laughs> end with give it some money <laughs> with two uh, two torn off penises. It ends with the uh, the young girl seeking help from a blacksmith who fashioned an iron phallus to break the demon's teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. Why does it have wait. to be a blacksmith? No, the first is... dildo in recorded history. No, this is Inu... Steely Dan. This is Inuyasha. That's what happened in Inuyasha. <laughs> exactly the story of Inuyasha. Wait a minute. So you gotta fight the demon with the iron thing. So I have a question. Dick. Was the bone eaters well then a metaphor for Kagome's vagina? I remember the episode with the dicks and the teeth? And then he had to put a thing on and fuck that I girl? thought that show was about a boy with dog ears. Fucking stupid. <laughs> God damn, <it, Harry. laughs> Fucking asshole. I didn't like anything in that show. 
Nothing ever happened. Well, well uh, let's not talk about Jared, it. Jared, you were saying you were saying Japan. I, I sidelined with this festival, but assume oh. you're going to talk about some of the anime. Well, not the anime specifically. Blue Girl. There's there's much to be said about a, a country that worships the penis, but you know they're they're very. But cre- they censor the penis. Their creation myth. All their stupid. A brother porno. and sister. The brother takes his spear in quotation marks and dips it into the sea, and the droplets that fall from his spear form the island nation of Japan. I've seen this interpreted visually in a way that is not in the least bit sexual, but hearing the connotations now with a certain emphasis... You understand. I do understand how how someone skeet-skeeted motherfucker... The Japanese islands, and that's... <laughs> yin yang tens are, are responsible for Japan? Well, yeah, yin-yangs, duh. I love the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, they're made of bees. <laughs> so, so, I mean, what else we got? I mean, like, you know, as they were saying, they do censor the penis. I mean, they censor a lot of things. That's a, probably another yeah, discussion altogether. Why, why is that? But it's, it's weird. Sen- it's really selective. The um, circumcision line. Yeah, if they I, worship the penis so much, everything is censored. Or is it because it's like you can't show the name of God? I know the pubic hair is involved. There's something about but, pubic hair. I mean, as as we hair. just learned, circumcision is offensive. So yeah. I don't blame them for you know to, for the the line of scarification and blacking it blacking it out. But I do mind when it gets in the way of the vagina pictures. Does anybody know some famous real life penises? Personally, um, like Napoleon's alive. penis. Yeah, is still intact. No shit. Even though it's you know a shriveled raisin, but uh, it's it's still around. That's how it originally looked. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it and eat it for fertility. Where it at? <laughs> I'm sure it's uh, in you know the French embassy somewhere. There's a myth that if you... I'm gonna smoke it. I'm gonna <laughs> there, there is a, there's a myth that smoke if you take it. the human horn, how high too? And you you grind up the human horn. Ah. Uh-huh. It's a fertility drug, and you you sprinkle it and you snort snort it like cocaine for sex. Like a that was box? from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny episode. It made me laugh. <laughs> they think it's my nose. Um, real, real penises. Well, we all know, you know, from childhood that Tommy Lee, even though he has a huge dick, will give you hepatitis. Yeah. We know that. We had a weird childhood. And let me ask you. Like you say, you say we know that from childhood, and that's because the sex tape, right? Like the Pam, the Pam Anderson like, sex I tape. was at Disneyland. <laughs> I like, was at Disneyland. Okay. He actually got molested by Tommy Lee. He actually um, didn't see the video. Where was, where was the first place Tommy you guys Lee ever Jones? saw the Tommy Lee Pam Anderson sex tape? I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Uh, I, I saw <laughs> it. You get molested. I, I saw it on a on like an eighth or ninth generation VHS duplicate from our audio editor and correspondent Colin, who uh, <laughs> who had, who uh, you know it's like a friend of a friend of a friend back in the age of VHS tapes, and it was like that was still the time of the internet though. I I saw it on the internet. Well, it took th- hours. This was this was before in that little margin because what it had on the tape with it was also the original first episode of South Park, like the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird combination. A... It was it, it was like po- <laughs> ultimate fun popular night. bootleg videos of the 1990s, the like eighth generation compilation. But I saw both of those on the internet in the same time period. Well, I'm. Some of us were too poor to have the internet, Mike. Yeah, it was me. I was at your house doing it and jacking off. Well, you oh, watched. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. How about you guys? Where did you see that legendary tape? Apparently, I saw it while he was jacking off. <laughs> I don't think you saw the video. Whatever. It's like, where were you when I the wall I could see fell. the reflection in your eyes. <laughs> Another famous penis. What and... about the foot-long preserved penis of Rasputin? Whoa, really? That's, yeah, uh, I, I can't tell if it's debate. real or not, but it's pretty intense. It was probably it's... mummified and elongated. Yo, it's, send me that link. It's in one of those formaldehyde <laughs> jars. Oh. Yeah. 
I'd say that is definitely open to debate. I mean, that's at least a very powerful magic item. I'm surprised a witch hasn't stolen it yet. Or the uh, Catholic Church. Which is Catholic, same death. I have read articles of talking about this, this said penis where people have tried to steal it. Rumors have it that if you were to swallow the penis in one go, no chewing, uh-huh. swallow the whole thing into your stomach, uh-huh. you two could predict, uh, you could predict the future and uh-huh. you could lead countries uh-huh. and uh, do all sorts of magical things. Okay, so it's like the Spear of Destiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you have to completely swallow it. You, you have to down the whole thing. You have to put some Vaseline down. One gulp, <clears throat> like well, a pro. Well, guys, I think I found my calling. You have, to, <laughs> you have to use the old Elton John trick, which is to coat your throat with Vaseline first, and then you can down the whole thing. Okay, okay, moral. <laughs> That's what Elton John did. Take one for the team for us. Okay. Take, take two for the team. Uh, comedian Milton Berle, he had an infamously large penis I've read. Like, it was a Hollywood joke about his penis. At a roast after his death, they joked that there was a separate coffin for it. <laughs> John Bobbitt. Jo- yeah. First man to publicly have his penis chopped off, at least in popular culture, anyway. <laughs> Word Al wrote some verses about it to the tune of Crash Test Dummies. That was pretty cool. I, I mean, if I was him, I'd be like, whatever. Got my dick cho- chopped off. A word Al talked about me. <laughs> Aces. Uh, uh, yeah. I think that kind of cancels it. Yeah, it like, they're pretty no. pretty equal uh, <laughs> on the spectrum <laughs> of <laughs> awesomeness. And, oh, God, I just lost my penis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm going to stop you all right there. He lost his penis. But it was reattached. Yeah, you got it weird out. out. But it's never really the same, and you're just like, it's back, but it's not as... Now he probably has a complicated relationship with it, like he feels like it left him, and... I heard he takes it off at night and keeps it in a jar of water. Dude, he just puts it back I'm just saying, Rasputin's a badass, in, um, and all his magic... Is that detachable penis? Yeah, in in Brian Froud's book, The Goblins of Labyrinth, which has a lot of notes and sketches about the film Labyrinth, uh, it does mention that there's a certain kind of running goblin that actually has a detachable penis that lives in a separate sack. They take it off to be more aerodynamic. I, I it's kind it... of like a like a direction. Like <laughs> when runners are running, their penis actually directs and goes up inside of them. It's called a scared turtle. What? I thought it was called the, the snail. Well, I think we all scared turtles when you're pooping and it goes back in. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of scared <laughs> turtle under different situations. Cold cold oceans. No. Oh my God, guys. I just got back from the craziest, trippiest daydream ever, and all it was <laughs> was David Bowie singing Magda Dance, shoving his crotch in my face. It was glorious. Well, I mean, I mean, there you go. There's, I mean, there's a, a legendary penis uh, first seen publicly in The Man Who Fell to Earth, along with Rip Torn's penis, which is what'll happen if he makes love to you. <laughs> He's a savage lover. It's uh, worth it, though. Uh, uh. I mean, David Bowie has a has a legendary, legendary penis. That scene where Hoggle's begging for his life with his nose just going back and forth right in front of that gray spandex-covered mound. I think mound. you're way too infatuated with David no, Bowie's No, keep going. Penis. I don't think you're Please infatuated enough. I'm not comfortable with any of this. Shut you're up. Not. Nobody's <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> I'm the one person here who does not like dicks. For, first time I ever heard about the Goblins of Labyrinth thing with the detachable penises was actually before I ended up getting the book Goblins of Labyrinth, I read about it in a labyrinth fan fiction when I was in middle school. An erotic labyrinth fan fiction. <laughs> See, I've had that book for the longest time and I never even caught up on that. Yeah, well. <laughs> when are we going to talk about the Ninja Turtles penis? Because I've seen oh, that. Okay, well, that's. that's I've that's... seen that shit with April O'Neil. <laughs> which, which you probably haven't seen uh, a cool the animated video. Bibles. Oh, yeah, TMNT Wanna Bibles. We, we, we talk about that every so often, but if you haven't seen it yet, it's a beautiful little animation. It's on the internet. Look it up. TMN, 
Tijuana Bible. It's not beautiful. It is. What's it's that? Art. What's that news reporter guy's name? Vernon. Oh, was he? Was he? What happened to him? <laughs> he makes the gist. He turned into a dick. It's <laughs> good. At the at the end of the video, for no reason, I'm just gonna spoil the punchline for you. <laughs> Vernon's watching my crank suck Michelangelo's dick, <laughs> and then Vernon comes, but it's that pink. It's mutagen, and it's the way mutagen looked in the first episode, where it's like pink, and it's glowing, and it gets on him, and then he turns into a giant dick with a hand for a dick. <laughs> for no, a lot of dicks. For, for no, no reason. For, for no reason. No, it at makes all. perfect. Text me a picture this weekend of Falk and Kirk porn that was in a book his grandpa owns. <laughs> Sweet. It looks like Tama Finland art, except it's Spock and Kirk. It's pretty hot. Wow. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Image search that You mentioned Ninja Turtle penises, and and that's a good segue into our our next segment, which is about different kinds of penises. Uh, Mike and I, being huge Ninja Turtles fans, were wondering... Huge. Well, okay. It, it was more like, yo, some of these Ninja Turtles got a crush on April O'Neil. Okay. Depending yeah. on what your canon is, it you know, it's, it's different turtles. It's but, Michelangelo and Team NT Adventures. It's Donatello in the new series that isn't out yet. Yeah. And that got me thinking, what equipment does he have? Like, if he was actually to get in a, a romantic situation with April O'Neil... What equipment does he have? And you look at the turtles, they're wearing that belt, they got that, that <laughs> There would be shell. nothing romantic I'm about like, that situation. I'm like, I don't even see a penis. Maybe this... they tuck it in the shell. Well, you know how turtles work. Or maybe it's just not where you would expect it. I didn't know how turtles they work, They open right? their mouth and the dick comes out of their mouth. <laughs> and so what I did was I Google search that shit. We tried we tried finding this shit. It, but it, it took, because, you know, we're, we're some, some old farts. It took until the advent of YouTube really in its heyday for, for this stuff to, like, once there were sister sites to YouTube to provide us with. Yeah, um, like, say, BeastTube. Yes. National Geographic for example. had all about turtle mating. Yeah, but they don't show you the big fucking turtle dick. And let me tell you, let me tell you guys, team. proportionately, big fucking turtle dick yeah it's 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 weird he's had the turtles hook up with my barbies yeah well those barbies had they were right at tit level it was perfect they're (laughs) well they are wrecked now because this thing it comes out it's like when you're uh gentlemen you can relate when you're wearing the short shorts and you get a boner and it just comes out of the side of the short shorts Uh uh-huh it's like that. Like, the turtle shell is the short shorts. and the So penis. I was right. You were right. They tuck it. We... But then it comes out, and it's this monstrous flesh flower. It's this long stalk with giant petals around the top. That undulate. That undulate. They're like, like a sea plant. Yeah. And and it's the weirdest thing. It's, it looks like a big clasper. I... You look like you have this excited look on your face. No, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's shock it's and, a, it's, and horror. It's confusion. Okay. BFTD, man. Big okay. fucking turtle dick. I'm just cringing at you got the some thought BFTD. that there's some furry artist out there who just takes this very seriously. Well, there's here's, here's some. A, here's a, a lot. Thing. Here's the thing. I've never seen it. I have never seen Ninja Turtles porn with an authentic turtle dick. I have seen some that have come close, where they've had some kind of abnormal, interesting shapes that are definitely not human and definitely not turtle but maybe someplace in between with realistic to turtle dick kind of purplish coloring but i have yet to see a furry artist put forth a legit turtle dick on a ninja turtle why don't you do it well, why don't you be the first the thing I about be. the teenage mutant ninja turtles is they're not fully turtles and they're not fully right human. So, so that, I guess that that's decision, the problem and and by the way that art was 
great. <laughs> like that was, I'll take your word. Extremely good art. Did I, did I see this? I don't even. I'm something to the tune of Donatello French kissing Leonardo, so it's kind of incest, right. but not. I did see that one. They're getting a reach around. Yeah, I saw that. Coming up next, we've got Now I'm Following You, Part 2, by Madonna. That seems like a strange selection. Lefty, fill us in. Well, it's part of the Madonna I'm Breathless album, which was her Dick Tracy album. And there's a whole chorus about Dick. <laughs> yep. Good choice, I do Lefty. Like Good choice. That's an interesting name. Please enjoy Madonna talking about penises. So 
just heard was Suck a Pitbull's Dick by Wesley Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love you, Wesley Willis. Come back to me. A god among men who has many bestiality songs. They helped him chase off the profanity demons which uh, plagued him throughout his life. There's an amazing documentary about Wesley Willis called Wesley Willis's Joyrides that can tell you more about this incredible punk rock musician who just delighted your ears. It's amazing. Yeah, he's an incredible man. Incredible, incredible figure in punk rock music. So we're going to talk about different kinds of penises now. We already touched on it with the turtle penis. The fact is, like I said before, the human penis is relatively boring by comparison to all the other penises in the world. We're not doing it right. It's a, it's a vast <laughs> tapestry of, uh, of different sorts of dicks. Wait, you think animal dicks are exciting? Some of them are fucking huge. They've got all kinds of different things going on. So you you like mentioned the, the echidna dicks? penis earlier, Mike. Why don't you tell everybody about that echidna penis? You, it looks like a fist punching <laughs> vaginas. Yeah, or it, anuses. It, it, however, it, you fall on that line. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I should have said orifice. It's I like a four-fingered <laughs> baby's fist, like chubby. <laughs> But with all the fingers partially cut off at the primary knuckle, <laughs> that's that's four heads of spurtin'. It looks weird. To be fair, I didn't see that. Four heads of spurtin'. Yeah, I know. But but you like talking about it. It's fucking weird. <laughs> and you get to say echidna, <laughs> which is you know knuckles. Yeah. So that's what knuckles, knuckles force feeds Princess Sally. Knuckles on Sonic's has, off nights. Knuckles has knuckles. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Knuckles uh, has knuckles on his dick. Just saying. That's that why he's called Knuckles? No doubt. Brandon, Brandon, you also mentioned dog penises earlier. Did I? I'm sorry. You did. I'm sorry that I did that. I mean, that's... <laughs> I'm going to lots, lots, of, people, so lots of people have dogs, so that's... I mean, that's an uncommon penis You know what's, weird? You know right what's weird? Every time I mention a dog penis, because I mention it a lot to girls, and they say, you're lying to me. And I'm not lying about how they work. Like, they get swollen, they get stuck inside the female. There's a huge knot. It gets stuck in the female, even up to, like, an hour at least. Yeah, it's dog it, penises are nothing. Cat penises are fucked up. Well, yeah, they, they have yeah, spikes. Yeah. They have, like little spikes on them when they're inside the lady cat, and if they pull out, they actually scratch the inside of the lady cat. While it's because playing. the females like it, so they evolve that. But way. It is actually uh, the the uh, barbs on feline penises, and and all cats, big and small, have them. Are actually as a, a fertility measure, they actually help stimulate the interior wall to encourage them getting pregnant. But it does it is a pretty brutal measure it does hurt what about pig's penises you oh know, yeah the, the curlicue ones yeah no that's their tails dummy yeah um, <laughs> oddly enough it's not just their tails that are curlicue it, it, it's actually a little bit more like a corkscrew it's a a long a long a kind of freakishly long pink rod with not much detail to it that ends in this weird kind of fleshy corkscrew deal so it's it's just I'm a trying pig's to, tail I'm, it's I'm, a corkscrew wait a minute it spirals down uh, okay, so is there like a lot of like twisting during yes, the sex? I don't know actually. I mean, I don't it's know. It's like man. trying to open a wine Pigs bottle. I, fuck. For okay, hours. so is it kind if of like? If you've ever seen a pig mounting a female, the pig, the male in the back, just starts spinning. <gasps> oh, okay, so it's, he it's just like, starts spinning. Just like, like spin. Okay, he doesn't touch the ground. He just starts spinning <laughs> into the female. Okay, so and it goes, it's like Clay Aiken's penis. 
No. Well, what, <laughs> what should you have told us about Clay Aiken's penis last segment in famous, famous cocks around the world? It really likes to touch all of the walls. What does that mean? Like, okay, so side note. So Clay Aiken was outed, right? Everybody knows that. But uh, what I'm just learning that, but all right, know, not a surprise. Okay, what people don't know is the guy he hooked up with totally saved evidence <laughs> from Clay Aiken. And he, in his interview, he's like, yeah, he kept telling me quarter turns, quarter turns. And everyone's like, what are quarter turns? And literally, he wanted him to spin on his dick because he <laughs> wanted to feel all his walls. Quarter turn. Quarter turn. <laughs> and plie. Oh, man. Right. Was, this, was this man you? Oh, God, no. Do you think I'd be sitting here talking with you guys if I got, like, inquirer money? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right clicking that idea and saving it. Quarter turns. Hey girl, quarter turns. Quarter turns. Quarter turns. Yo bitch, quarter turns. What are you talking about? Quarter turns. Quarter turns. Wow. And do a three fours and a five eighths. Ten eighty. <laughs> but uh, with with the dog penis, like you're 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 totally right. That's how it works. It's a oblong deal, kind of crazy looking, covered in veins, like tiny ones, spider webbed, you know, really weird looking, but then ends at this bulge that gets big and locks inside the vagina. Like it's, it's gross. It's got like a softball in there. Like for hours. Plant penis. They, they can yeah, they can they kinda, kinda turn yeah. like ass to ass somehow. No idea how that works, but they can, they I just guess. Just bend it under them and turn around. And I... then they start dragging the female as they walk away. <laughs> as we all should do. <laughs> Drag this is, that uh, shit. She's stuck on your dick. Everything happening away. over in Brandon's corner is uh, subtly and not so subtly <laughs> misogynist. <laughs> what you're talking about. Also, how does the spiders have dick? And are they filled with poison? Yeah, let's talk about spider dick. I want to know. I am... <laughs> spiders are the one thing on this planet that freak spiders me the fuck out. Spiders do I'm... not have uh, penises per se, but they have... Because uh, they're arachnids. Like, how do they... I know there's egg sacs on the back, but how do they get fertilized? Their legs, the males, have sperm inside one of them. In their legs. legs? Okay, see, that makes me fucking hate spiders even more. I already hated them. Now I know that when they're crawling on me, they're touching me with their fucking dick. That's if it's a male spider. If it's a lady spider, it's it's a lady spider. spider Wait a minute. Probably covered with. You've given spiders blowjobs. I mean, you usually end up eating the spider while you sleep, but that means everyone at some point has had spider dick in their mouth. That's not, oh, I, okay, it's not I a blowjob if you're eating them. I suck a spider's dick every night, I'll tell you what. If a girl, if a girl <laughs> bites off my dick and swallows it, it's not a blowjob. Yes, job. it is. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay. You're right. You would count it. Yeah. <laughs> We're closely related to gorillas to a certain extent, like, you know, most monkeys. No. Nope. Oh, 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 I know a little bit about monkey dicks. Okay. Gorillas got tiny dicks. Yeah, yeah, isn't that weird how tiny gorillas dicks are? It's but they're they're very loyal though. They're the most loyal of of the greater apes. And the smaller uh, the dick, the more loyal you are. I am not related. It's one point five inches on average. Yeah. And then like chimps and bonobos have the biggest dicks. Yeah. And they're not loyal at all. They slut around. Well, they're party animals. Yeah. They're the original party animals. Chimps are more related to people than you know gorillas. Reptiles and allies of the of the apes and star fox. They have what are called hemipenises. Like the thing that's in my SUV or Hummer, my, uh, a Hemi. No, see, I thought all reptiles just had cloacas and that... That's what Howard I the Duck has one of them. See, the only reason like I birds. really know about any sort of animal dick is because I wonder oh. about the, the fictional characters like the Ninja Turtles of Howard the Duck and how they bang their human girlfriends. That's the only time I've ever looked up animal dicks. Like, <laughs> why do you guys know so much about animal dicks? Well, I studied birds, so I can tell you about... 
the bird penis. Well, this is like a bestiality shit. Let's let's solve. And that's what we were gonna talk about, man. Let's solve the cloaca problem right here now because I still don't get it. I've tried to read up on it again and again and again, and all I can tell is there's some kind of <laughs> erectile tissue that in some <clears throat> birds is large enough, like a swan is kind of large enough to be considered dick-like, but uh, yeah, that shit I don't know about. I just know about the cloaca. Uh, the, but the cloaca is, I mean, I'll, well, I know, but it's it's uh, it's Latin for sewer. It has, if it's a if it's a girl thing, it's got both the anus and the vagina are like kind of right there next to each well, other. And the male as well. Yeah, but then they've got they've got some they have some kind of erectile tissue that is penis like, and apparently from what I've heard, they just put cloaca to cloaca and they can shoot the sperm into the other one. Yep. I guess. It's pretty funny watching pigeons fucking. <laughs> no, it's goddamn hilarious. Uh, didn't need to have that visual, Jared. And well, now I worry about your sanity. What exactly <laughs> is the visual? Is it Godfather pigeons from uh, yeah. Animaniacs like, yeah. doing it? Good feathers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I've got. Yeah. So yeah. they like put their butts together and just kind of poop into each other's butts Pretty back much. and forth? Yeah, that's what they're talking about in that show. They're back always talking about forever. like... Anyway, reptiles, hemipenises. Like... Hemipenis actually is a, it's a double penis. It's getting kind of creeping into kind of popular knowledge wait, wait, that snakes, that, snakes that why, have two dicks. Is that why Nightcrawler has two? Does he look kind of like a reptile? No. No. Uh-huh. He's a fuzzy blue elf. Because Chuck Austin's a tard. That's then what why. about Reptile from Mortal Kombat? Totally. Two dicks. He's, he's going to have to say yes. And uh, marsupials often have slightly bifurcated cocks. That's it, a word I know. It means split down the yeah. middle. It's got, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of it's split. We know, But here's, here's the real, like, and I, I heard that. But here's what I learned from re- doing all the research on this. That is actually because some marsupials have two vaginas. I don't know how to... I don't, can't... What's, wait, what's uh, their phone numbers? Because <laughs> uh, what... How do mermaids have sex? Oh, they got fish vaginas. Duh. No, actually the fish part is the top part and the human part is the bottom part. They just had it backwards in all the mythology. Because yeah, that's the stupid way. Well, I guess... <laughs> Mermaids largely assumed to be manatees, mistaken for women, in the eyes of delirious sailors. So I don't however, think however a sea cow. Do I don't think the sea cow's hot. Just saying. <laughs> All right, I want mine hey, Ariel hey, hot. Hey, if you right. if you've been stranded on a boat for several months with no woman in sight, and those rotund, then I'm still having a those good time. Those rotund beauties understand. is fine. I'm just saying. I don't understand. Bunch of fit sailors. I'll make do. Okay. <laughs> Anchors the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's some nice like pieces of rope on the boat you can have sex with. You'll get some splinters, but some rope burn. But you can have sex with some. Rope. Yeah, I'll fuck. I'll f- I'll fuck the dude sailors before I fuck the rope. Okay, right. I have a try it once. You know, Is now. that where pegging comes from? Like you got a peg leg. You're, you know, you're tired. No, it comes from diseases they want... when they cut off your foot. Pegging you being pegging slang leg. for when a lady makes love to a man's butthole with a dildo or something. Uh, I don't know where that the term came from, but I know what it is, and it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree with everyone in Don't knock until you try it. Until, until recently, it was known that the largest penis-to-body ratio was held by the barnacle. If you can believe that, barnacles that have right. dicks. Yes. Oh, the actual barnacle. Okay, I thought it was a man named the barnacle. Uh, the, the, <laughs> they call me the barnacle. It's 15 be... feet long <laughs> to my 8-foot body. The, the barnacle's penis can Tall grow up to 40 pirate. times its own body length. Everyone looks 8 feet to me, Mike. size and shape? It's a, it's a freaky tool. Wait, what is it? Repeated? Well, barnacles are freaky to begin with. Are there yes. barnacle vaginas? I mean, why do they have dicks? 
Yeah, how does, like, when two ships it's a big collide, the barnacles on the bottom scrape together? In fact, they well, rely on I it. I mean, apparently that's not it, because the barnacle's dick size is because it needs to travel large distances to make love to a lady barnacle. So... So there's a lady barnacle... So it's gotta be worth it once they get there? <laughs> when did two barnacles hope. touch? Do they move? Do They're they party? They're all stuck together in, like, big clumps. Aren't they, like, spores, yeah. I guess, in the They're, water? They just feel like hard hey, shells it, it that cut me It was news open. to me that they had dicks. Yeah. Like news. Hey, 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 um, hey, after you travel that long and she rejects you, how do you deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> and hero. Massively emasculating. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of the information that I'm, I'm getting this from is actually from a, a really fantastic series called Animal Dicks. Green Porno and Seduce Me, both made by Italian actress Isabella Rossellini, who you may know from Blue Velvet and Death Becomes Her. That's true. So it's, it's a great series. We'll link to it on the site. It's kind of like a Michelle Gondry handicrafted like paper shadow play. Really great, <laughs> extremely short episodes they show on uh, the Sundance Channel about about the different ways that animals mate, the different ways they do it. And That's weird. I don't know who this woman is. And she said it, it was something that she'd always wanted to do. In in one of her recent episodes, uh, she she taught me something I didn't know about dolphins. Now I know that dolphins have prehensile penises they're kind of tongue-shaped and they can move like a tongue which is crazy hot i mean like that's if your penis could move like a tongue then you'd be like yo what's up and your penis would be all like i have to disagree being like a finger being like come on baby i don't what's up i don't find any yeah. animal penises hot thank you you're welcome <laughs> so it looks like we're that the only sad and chill i just can't be like oh man look at that dog penis that's hot I don't think any animal anything is hot. No. That's what I said. Whatever. Dolphin <laughs> penises are cool. They're aerodynamic. <laughs> we'll find out on the forums after the this show airs. The rapists of the sea. <laughs> yeah, That's dolphins true, Dolphins yeah. are very sexy creatures. Wait, dolphins are the, the, the rapists of the sea? I should go to them boys? with my problems and, like, talk to them and <laughs> lay on a couch? That's therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's precisely what you should do, Mike. Next time you see a dolphin... Lie down in front of it. <laughs> I'll take the rapish for so 500. I should, are you saying I should lay on my stomach? It's gonna... Here's the thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before you say anything, Cap, this yeah. is all I know about dolphins. When they blow their load, and if they're inside you, it's like a shotgun blast, and yes. you will die. 90 miles an hour. I have heard this. So you will die. They are the silent killers. <laughs> Except they're really loud. <laughs> Well, and then but, your head comes off. But, but here, here's here's the thing, though. Dolphins are really equipped for anything. Because here's what Isabella Rossellini taught not me the about, land. about how <laughs> very very true. Eiffel <laughs> Tower. <laughs> here's what Isabella Rossellini taught me about dolphins. Lots of people know that dolphins are rampantly sexual. There there's there's gay dolphins, there's lesbian dolphins, but I didn't really know what that meant. For gay dolphins, Until one they day. can actually they actually perform blowhole sex. They will actually fuck another dolphin's blowhole. Proof. I yeah, want proof. I don't yeah. believe you, and I want proof. Pixar didn't happen. I don't know. Fucking search it. I know. Breath I'm play. on it, but Lefty that's will probably find it way before I do. Play, which no, is I'm not letting you do this one, Mike. Like, but then, then that's that. A 90 miles per hour cum shot inside a blowhole. So I mean, they're tough. They can take whatever. And all female dolphins have like dorsal fin sex. Like they'll like one will get under another one and like kind of like shove her dorsal fin into the other dolphin's is vagina. Is this kind of like the aquatic version of scissoring? I guess. Well, except you can't, you can't like do it to each other at the same time. It doesn't. You, Hold on, did I just miss? Top. Did I just miss the dolphin lesbian discussion? Because yeah. I'm looking at dolphin blowhole sex. <laughs> really? Let me see. Let me see. Can we see this? Yeah. There's like sculptures of it, but then this. Well, there's sculptures, but <laughs> what are real? This is a photograph here. Were they Inuit sculptures? What are you? <laughs> I don't know. Some art 
I don't understand. <laughs> it's all Photoshop. Also, they can use their sonics to actually sexually stimulate other dolphins. What about their tails? Dirty talk. Can Probably. they use their sonics and tails? <laughs> uh, also knuckles. And, and then, and I guess what, what we should what we should end off on this is is something that's a merger between two worlds. Female hyena has a pseudo penis. They have they have dick length clitorises, and their labia are fused together, so you can't actually get anything out through there. And they actually give birth through this like dick tube and pee through a dick tube. And for the longest time, <laughs> biologists in, a- in Africa or when wherever ha- else has hyenas, if anywhere does, we're all like, there's a lot of males. And then like they'll take them to the zoo, and then all of a sudden the a male baby. hyena shoots a baby out of its dick. Hey, there's a there's a baby coming out of that hyena's dick. What the <laughs> fuck? And that that is a reenactment of something that happened in the 1700s. <laughs> Oh my god. That's how you make Silent Hill scary again. You have babies coming out of dicks. No surprise, they are the bosses of hyena culture. Like, it is a matriarchy. That That's why Whoopi Goldberg in charge. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of our listeners. She knows. Yeah, well, she played she whatever the hot. fucking hyena was in Lion King, who was in charge of the hyenas. But it's because the writers knew. Fucking knew. They did fucking the research. Guinan. Fucking Guinan. <laughs> fuck you. Don't fuck forget the nun in the Mr. Act Fuck too. you. Back fuck in the habit. So fuck you, Guinan. Fuck you. I'm on the turn forward. I'm <laughs> ominous and know things. I, I know everything that's happened in the past. And has great you. hats. <laughs> she did have amazing hats. Oh, those hats were amazing. She actually lived in that hat. Can't wait for the future. <laughs> she was a more tolerable plot device than Wesley Crusher. I, I don't know. I liked her better in Sister Act. Seriously, Sister Act 2, Act two back, back in the, the habit. habit. <laughs> <laughs> Great fucking movie. Uh, so uh, much well, hate. We, we had all these animal dicks. Let's talk about different kinds of human dicks. Speaking of Whoopi Goldberg's dick. Well, what do you, <laughs> what do you got for sure? We got we obviously we got cut and uncut. That's clear. Wait, we also no, got intact. Sorry, we got savage. We got intact and mutilated. Yes, mutilated. <laughs> Wait, are we still talking about animal dicks? No, we're talking about your dick. Okay. Well, we're not. No, your you Jewish want, dick. We, you don't want to talk about that because we can have a whole episode filled with today. ants. Yeah. I've had <laughs> sex with more things in this room than you can imagine. <laughs> if you strike spot. me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Just cut and uncut, and intact and mutilated. There's also growers and showers, ploppers and stoppers, plumpers <laughs> and humpers. Are we and... really getting into just? Penis pseudonyms now. <laughs> no, but actually, Mike and Aaron like to say that there is no grower-shower debate, <laughs> which is weird, because, like, I mean, Mike has a huge penis, and for what you... all right. From it's, what, it's com- for a, for a, porn, a white man, Mike has a very large penis. I do all right. Well, or, from personal or experience, okay. sometimes it's the tall ones who look like they're on death's doorstep and Sally Struthers has been trying to feed them for the past 16 years. Those are the ones who you shouldn't be surprised by anymore. But seeing as how you probably don't have any um, expertise in that area, I can understand that. But You're I, calling me skinny. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I will say, though... That I disagree with that because there are some people I'm like, oh, this is it, and then you're just like, well, I guess holy crap, where did this come from? Yeah. Testosterone obviously has a, a role in playing the uh, size of the penis. That's why my dick's so big. And making musculature. So if you're cooking you me dinner look tonight, at someone Fuck who yeah. doesn't have all that much musculature, you may want to look downstairs and see what sort of equipment they're carrying. That's why you seem oddly effeminate. 
I want. <laughs> All my testosterone is in my penis. What, what about the, the hand or foot size to dick uh, oh, coordination? What about that, that old that's, wives' that's, tale? That's dicey. I've heard that the foot size one is accurate from a costume designer friend who sees a lot of naked men and needs to get them shoes. I have to disagree because I've got small feet, but my penis is not tiny. And I would show you, but I'm not going to. Is it average? You've got petite feet. It's Mike feminine step. Come Compared to how small my body is, it's like, it's actually bigger than average, and my feet are fucking tiny. Like, I can fit in a size 9, like, 9... Pumps. Shoes. Yeah, pumps. But my penis is not, like, tiny at all. Come on, you all. have lefty and two gay men in here. Do whip it. it out. I'm not whipping it out. But Wait, you have to fix the video camera if he whips it out. I'm not <laughs> whipping it out. I'm not Mike, I'm not whipping it out. <laughs> I think my penis looks bigger because my height is smaller than average. But my <laughs> penis is a little bit bigger than average, so it looks a lot bigger just because my rest of my body is small. It's perspective. <laughs> so what you're saying is it's an illusion. <laughs> it's a mirage. <laughs> there is no dry land. <laughs> Now, I mean, I know that the grower versus shower debate is totally legit. I got a penis looks like, you know, one of them, like, very modest Grecian statues, you know, just doing whatever, looking, like, non-threatening, and then turns into a completely average-sized dick. With broad teeth. Sword. Yeah. I like that. Turns into a broadsword. So, I, but I, I feel that's a, a strong argument. You know, I think that it, it comes from, I've got a sort of Swedish heritage, <clears throat> And my theory is that when when you're, like, rowing boats through the, the Nordic Oceans and it's massively fucking freezing and your dick just lives inside of you for months on end while you're, like, fighting off narwhals and, uh, you know, it just, it, it just evolves that way to protect itself. And then it's... And then it's just like when it's when it's ready to go, it's like fuck you, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'll fuck anything that moves. How long have you been saying this argument? Because it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to say, I found no weaknesses. I found no weaknesses. Yeah, brilliant, Cap. Brilliant. Uh, when did it come to you? It was, it was good. It, it was when when you and Aaron were like, I don't know about the growers versus. And so you just thing. did you did you like remember the argument or did you have the response then and you saved it till now? Well, I already I already like gave that one to Aaron one time when you weren't around. Because I thought about it, and I was like, okay, well, biologically speaking, what's the? There's got to be a rationale for why there's this distinct difference, well, and it must it must be based on you know environment. I saw a documentary. Yeah, it's totally temperature related. There's a documentary that says the smaller the penis is when it's flaccid, the larger it grows in proportion when it gets erect. To as opposed huh. to when someone has a very large penis that when it isn't erect, it'll grow a lot shorter in length. Even though it may be bigger overall, it'll grow a lot shorter in length. That's not necessarily true. Grow and become short. Sounds like fucking algebra. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me give you, let me picture this in your mind. Say you got a dude math. with like a tiny penis. It's like one inch Bang long, him. tiny, right? Uh -huh. And then he gets an erection, it gets three inches long. Still tiny, uh -huh. but it's grown like 200%, 300%. Yes. Whereas someone has like a, a six inch dick unerect and then Say it gets erect to seven inches, it's only going an inch. It's not even like 20%. So you see what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, but you're about? assuming that the larger dick is going to grow less, and that's not always the case. Yeah. Or, so wait, could someone be hey, a science, shower man. and a grower? They're like, my flaccid dick is is six inches, yeah. but yeah. when it's erect, it's 12. Yeah. <laughs> I'm covered in spikes. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> and Especially as a, the spikes part. And <laughs> wearing a skull that cries blood. Lefty, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Lefty, I have a question. And this this is going into like a painful path for like the both of us maybe. But have you ever thought, oh, this guy is really hot, and then you yes. get back to their place, 
and you look and you're just like, I don't see anything yet. And then you realize, oh my God, people do have micro penises. <laughs> and you're just like, why don't you kill yourself? Just kill yourself. You have nothing left to live for. No. That's well, a disappointment. I, I you're alienating half our viewers, by the way. So, <laughs> if if I Listeners. was if I was a bottom, I, I would say then you should have been in my shoes all the times that I've been with guys. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. Oh well, <laughs> it was only once, and I learned from my mistakes. Okay, you okay. check the goods first, and then you go back home with them. That is right. Everyone here is completely superficial. Yeah, that's not <laughs> as easy for straight ladies to do. But yeah, just stick your hand on the pants. Yeah, no, they don't mind. Yeah, every guy likes that. And it's just like, all right, cool, just checking me out. And then if they don't like it, they probably aren't packing heat. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like the way, you know, for straight guys, you know, you, you, you check with your finger, not your mouth. <laughs> I don't understand. Whether or not there's a vagina there? No, whether, whether well, that, or not... That's actually a good test, because sometimes they might have a penis. No, oh, I don't care about that. Well, you're checking, oh, no, you you're checking for cleanliness and hygiene and... So if you pull your finger out and it's covered in poop, you know their vagina is very, very dirty. <laughs> or that you have an impeccable reach. <laughs> something wrong is happening. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, I, th I think the old hand test goes both ways. I think everyone just needs to check before they, uh... Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. I just bring a briefcase with my medical records at all times. <laughs> I think it's a lot better than just having condoms. You just have your medical file. I'm clean. Here I am. Up next is a brand new track by the Money Boys. It's a new act in the nerdcore scene. Well, not nerdcore, actually. Dudecore. It uh, features the talents of Rappy McRapperson, Shinobi from Crondor Crew, and MC Rection of Emergency Pizza Party. Uh, here's a little bio they wrote for themselves. The Money Boys, the newest hip-hop bad boys in town. They rule the streets of South Lake Hills with an iron-tight oral grip. They're into rapping about cool stuff like red-hot dude-on-dude action, money, weed, big money, dude wieners and balls, dude buttholes, light feather play, Jesus Christ, and other awesome things. This is the start of a new genre of rap. This is going to take all that homophobia rap and put it in a meat grinder. This is dudecore. Dudecore for life. And this is their inaugural track, we love dicks and dudes. Yeah. Uh. Money boys, stand up. Money boy entertainment. Money boys, that's money yeah. boy erection. Money boys should know what it is. And me, I'm money boy rappy. Yeah. And we are here to suck your dick. Suck your dick, yeah. yeah. My name, yeah. Oh, uh. money boy. Let me see that. Suck your dick off! 
to it right now. Hey girl, I got something real important to give you. So just sit down and listen. Girl, you know we've been together such a long, long time. Such a long time. And now I'm ready to lay it on the line. Wow, you know it's Christmas and my heart is Not gonna get you a diamond ring. Not 
that sort of gift don't mean anything Not gonna get you a fancy car Girl, you gotta know you're my shining star Not gonna get you a house in the hills A girl like you needs something real Wanna get you something from the heart Something special, girl It's my dick in a box My dick in a box, babe It's my dick in a box Dick in a Box by The Lonely Island featuring Justin Timberlake. A classic. Well, this is, uh, this is the outro segment. It's cool down. Jared draws dicks. <laughs> Don't know right. if you knew that. But he, he knew. He knew, like, to draw a well, nice dick. he's not the only one who draws Everyone dicks. Everyone in this room likes to draw dicks. Okay. Like, you I draw know... dicks very well. Okay, that's fair. Like, I... how good do I draw dicks? They're on par with your bumblebee house and, <laughs> and sexy caterpillar. Your sexy caterpillar wars. Damn straight. Yeah. What was that movie? Super bad, where the guy like says he couldn't stop drawing dicks. I I do believe that's a real thing. Like because I've always had that. You you put a blank sheet of paper in front of me and I'm just drawing dicks. They so. look like little hills with like a house and a chimney on top. Well, that's the way you draw them. But <laughs> they're houses, so that can get away. It literally got to a point when I started working for Aaron where he said, "Mike, stop drawing dicks on the dry erase board in the back room." <laughs> like he's like, "I you I turn around and there's like five dicks <laughs> and you're just standing there like <laughs> like and it's he's just like seriously, stop." Like Is he a homophobe? Does he hate dicks? I mean, what's No, it's deal? it's just that he just was sick of it because they were starting to turn up on customers like special order sheets <laughs> and like and like other things. Signed, yeah, dick. yeah. He's just. What kind of dicks do you draw? Are we talking like Tama Finland dicks or? No, see, I try to stray away from the grotesque size cocks like Tama Finland or Patrick Fillion. Oh, um, oh now now we're just name calling. I know. I, I love Patrick. Sorry, it's too much dick culture for you, Earl? No, I, mean, I just don't want to be, like, cast out of the gay community. You, you guys are just name-dropping, and I'm like, I don't know. Oh, no, I have no problem but, with these dicks. It's just that... Who I, are you talking about? That's I'm what, sending you links, Mike. Yeah, oh, is that what this is? Glass Thank comics. comics. Drawing a dick well is an art, though. There's a lot of there's a lot of texture that goes into it. There's a lot of, like, the, the subtleties of the, the dick wrinkles are very important. That's not true. It just looks like a Snickers bar. See, this oh is uh, Tom of Finland. He's <laughs> Does a penis the, not look like a Snickers bar? 
If you image search Snickers, it looks like a dick. You know? Um, no. Or at least a black dick. Maybe okay. turds? Okay. Yeah, it looks like poop. It looks like a dick! Snick no, Snickers does High not school. look like a dick. It looks all veiny like a dick. High like school. Dick. High it's like school. my dick. Tell us the kinds of dicks you draw. Oh, the <laughs> types of dicks I draw. Um... Uh, you'll, you'll have to, like, clarify, like, types of dicks that I draw. I, I, I... Did you draw them realistic you, or massive? You make quite schools. a wide range stylistically between Tom of Finland and Patrick Fillion. There, there is. I'm, I'm more towards common, common uh, penis size. Dicks. So, you know, nothing too big. Not more than 15, but not less than 7. <laughs> so nothing, okay. nothing, like... Unfucking like exaggerated okay. to the point of I've, I've got a frame of reference. Yeah, why now. don't you just send her to the Y gallery and have her peruse my <laughs> it, stuff? Uh, there's he has a Y gallery. You're uh, you're free to go find it. Is it is dear, it Y like W H Y Y? If you have any desire to go to Y gallery, you probably know what Y gallery is. It's for sexy pictures of boys only. I have no desire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's an art to drawing dicks. There's, there's I, I just looked at these two artists, and they're, what were their names? Like, something of Finland. Tom of Finland. And, and then Patrick, Patrick Finland. Finnegan. Fillion. Fi Nathan Fillion. Okay, one guy drew giant monster dicks. Uh -huh. They were really big. Uh -huh. They were, like, bigger than the guy's arms, and then the dude was holding a cool sword. <laughs> and then I a de like and a demon was licking his butthole or something. Like I didn't know See, what was I, going on. I, I it love, was cool. <laughs> I love Patrick Trillian's comics. It was cool as it's, shit. It's, Brandon, look at these. Look at these. Look at the sword on this guy. Incredibly sexy. He's got. Look at this guy. Look at. I hate it. I want to play as him in an RPG video game. Why so does he even hold a sword? His dick's bigger than it. No, the sword is made of lightning, dumbass. His... <laughs> he doesn't want to fracture it. Yeah. Um, All right. He should be fucking wearing pants, shouldn't he? You don't he fight He's got leggings. Wait a minute, no. If girls can <laughs> fight crime pants. and evil wearing barely anything... Well, they don't have a dick hanging can out. Do the... Well, the tip's out popping. Like... Look at this dude. It's only fair. He's fighting his demon. And demon that's Savage Dragon. That's demon. <laughs> that is Savage Dragon with earrings. That, and tongue piercings. But that demon is totally winning this fight, dude. He's that way, that guy has boobs, by the way. He's he's got sweet boobs, but he's flipped him over <laughs> and he's tonguing the shit out of his butt. And <laughs> there's this comic. And he's with, using a little nail too. There's little nail. Savage Dragon having sex with a it's man. It's not woman. Savage Dragon. He has a tail. That's Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon doesn't have a tail. Savage Dragon's kid. There you uh, go. No, see, Savage I'm, Dragon's chick. I'm is, so glad that I'm turning you guys on to class comics because <laughs> you know, I'm as, turned as, off. <laughs> as you know, very obviously sexual as these things are, you know, he he has a lot of sense of humor in his his comics specifically. It's it's erotic. Do you read um you uh, uh, uh what, what's that shit called? Ogloff. Yes. Ogloff yes, is do. brilliant. I love Ogloff. Ogloff is brilliant. Why does That's that a, sound Klingon? It's the funniest, sexiest webcomic there is. Ogloff fantasy webcomic. Yes. Yeah, that's quite good. Come sprites. I think Come I think sprites. I'm more into Patrick Fillion than I am Tom of Finland. Tom of Finland's art is really good. Tom of Finland's from an older older generation. Yeah. 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 I just grew up with Tom of Finland. That <laughs> yeah. was the stuff that was like in my house. What kind of house did you grow up in? And is it too late for me to travel back in time and live there too? <laughs> yes, it is. I'm afraid. My my dad was one of the competitors in Mr. International Leather 2000. What? <laughs> We'll talk next week. Okay, definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. That sounds awesome. He sounds manly as hell. Did he have a Harley? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't think he did, but some of his boyfriends did. Cool. Did he ride with them? Was he a fat bottom girl? <laughs> uh, as a closing bit of discussion, dick girls, Fudinari. Obviously, the, the fantasy version of, like, girls with huge cocks, very popular on the internet. But then there's also the, the trap culture, which, due to how easy it is to get a hold of hormones and everything, due to it being easier for young transgendered kids to get access to that sort of things, then, uh, like, girls with very modest size estrogen-induced tiny penises are greater in number than they ever have been previously in human existence. You mean street moans? Getting on them street moans? You mean like hormones you buy on the streets? Can yeah, you, street moans. Can you get illegal hormones? Yeah. Street moans. Yeah. You, yeah, you can totally do it. Raped. That's cool. Gonna get some illegal hormones. So when you're on the internet and you see a thread and it's called beautiful sexy traps, you just go in there because you're just gonna have a good time. But you know what it's gonna happen. This isn't beautiful and sexy at all. You're it's just a trap. It's a trap. Roll down. Well, I mean, Mike's no. a, Mike's a fan of the traps. How do you how do you yeah, guys feel about traps? As gay men, how do you feel about traps? Um. It's do, just, do boobs do anything? For or Fudinari, for that matter. I, it's, I, it's like, I don't know. I like I like a woman with a very strong jawline. Okay. <laughs> so you like and men. a pointy as shit Adam's apple. And, and a yeah. penis. And a small penis, you know, whatever. <laughs> just a, just a horrible. I mean, I don't like I don't knock anybody for doing what they do. You should. But like, I, no one stop shopping for me. That's <laughs> not like women don't really do anything for me. I appreciate their company. I like to go shopping with them. I like to read them the filth sometimes, but I don't want to sleep with them. Right. So a feminine-looking guy is just like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. Because if they, so even like if they masculine have, looking guy even though they consider feminine. themselves girls. Now, see, I go for the feminine-looking guys. What if they had boobs and a dick, and they still look like feminine guys? Uh, boobs. Uh, you don't no. like boobs? So, so you're all, you're, we already had this discussion. Not so, in the so air. It's not Jared. Yet. You're talking. You're talking twinks, not not lady boys. Well, twinks are more for just younger guys, but mm. I, I prefer more feminine guys. And you know, seeing as how I'm the HBIC, I really just I I just need a man to come take care it's of me. It's an HBIC. Head bitch in charge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's fascinating to me, because I spent a lot of time like reading about and investigating like different kinds of human sexuality, it's interesting at this point in time that it's just generally more socially acceptable because like traps are part of an internet meme and as a result a lot more people are finding out that they do find that traps are sexy to them regardless of what their baseline sexuality is when they started off in the world. Uh, gender and sexuality are getting all mixed up and I think that's awesome. That's fun. It, down is up, up is down, everything in between is acceptable and everybody's having a party. Here's the problem. <laughs> Pher pheromones are the problem because if I'm with a trap which I probably won't they are. They smell different. No, they're dumping women. estrogen like a mofo. <laughs> Men and women smell differently. I'm sorry. They do. And it's not just because they're yeah, wearing anything. And I, don't, just... and I don't think that yeah, you're quite... Yeah, but that has like... more to do with your interest or lack thereof in them and less to do with them. Yeah, and I, and I think that, Brandon, I think that you fall prey to the tes testosterone pheromone just all too often yeah i think we all do i think all humans do and i think whether or not i know what you're talking about <laughs> okay i'm just saying don't project yourself onto everyone else Mike. <laughs> okay we all okay all right. <laughs> all right whatever i'll i'll bang a chick if she's got a dick they I'm just in. smell different nope. <laughs> they need the right smell well guys this has been the uh the dick episode <laughs> it's been a weird and <clears throat> wobbly journey thank you thank you for putting us on this joyride through dickland 
I'm there all the time. Come back and visit me sometime. <laughs> I have to be the, the one guy in the show that has to be the negative one. <laughs> that has to like not like dicks at all. And it's, I guess, I guess I'm that guy. It's good to have a dissenting opinion. <laughs> it's not really an opinion. I just like. It's good it. to have someone who's wrong involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to have the no fun police. I'm just so homophobic and scared of dicks. I'm afraid that if I like any dicks, I'm going to become gay. So I got to stop <laughs> liking dicks. How is being afraid making you a homophobe? Is that not? Well, isn't it being... Uh, I, I, would you be... You'd be penile or something. Yeah. You're not afraid of homosexuals. You're just afraid of dicks. Well, you should be afraid of us because we'll beat your ass. <laughs> and then we'll fuck it for good See, measure so you'll never forget us. Now, now I'm scared. Just you, just you wait, Brandon. The but you have like that. will be on here. <laughs> Brian will tie you down. And the others can have their way with him. <laughs> and I start. <laughs> Triforce Mike leading the charge. I'm in the corner saying, I told you not to fuck with us. I'll take you all I on at the you. same time. Actually, he we like it when you struggle. He would kill us all. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, these. Th thanks again to Jay Jones, <laughs> Rob humorously named Beaver, Rob Beaver, <laughs> Megan Viermeer, and uh, John Sebastian, who donated an amazing sum of $232.53. We're a donation-funded podcast. There's no way that anybody with conventional advertising would ever, ever have been able to give you a dickisode, and we are thrilled that you guys wanted us to talk to you about dicks for <laughs> two hours or so. I mean, what we got taking us out right now is a little bit of Shale Riley. It's a track called Zelda, the music of my groin. Bye, I'm Cap. Triforce Mike. Brandon. Oral. Jared. And I'm Lefty. Bye, guys. <laughs> Zelda, the music of my groin, the song of my groin, I can play it all day long, it looks like my groin, and it sounds like my groin, and it seems like my groin, Zelda is such a happy game, but make really looks a lot like my groin, you know. Okay. Okay, I'm here. I'm ready to record. Let us do the dicks. Seriously? Do <laughs> you know how you know how late you are to this? I mean late. I'm totally on time. What time zone are you in? Time zone, eh? Flamon's gone. Yeah. It's just me and Mike. We're we're packing up. What? You you were yeah. literally four hours late to the, you've missed the entire that, dick episode. That's not my fault. How is it not your fault? Don't be that's just stupid. <laughs> You know, I, I think you did this on purpose, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think you're afraid of dicks. <laughs> you're a cockaphobe. You're a cockaphobe. No, no. Do you look. even look at your own? Uh, I've seen it. <laughs> and you didn't like it. <laughs> I know it's there, roughly. You decided uh, never to look back, never to look down yeah. again in the it's shower. Probably in the middle-ish of my body. <laughs> Interesting. So so what, what all happened? What did I miss exactly?
we talked to a surge tech, and she told us about what happens when your dick breaks and it turns into an eggplant. Yeah, like a disgusting what? purple eggplant. Ah. Uh. Yeah. You should Google image search it. Oh, okay. I'll do that right now. <laughs> Go for it. Um, yeah, and, and we talked to, a, to an intactivist. She, she taught us about how um, circumcision is wrong. And we all opened up about the status of our penises. Yeah, whether mm. it was um, cut or intact. Oh, I see. We all came clean, Brian. We were all cut. Me I, too. Okay, cool. So you should... Uh, We've should, all been mutilated. We've all been mutilated. Brandon and I made a foreskin pact, and we're going to grow it back. I saw you guys do that. You actually cut into your penis and then the, took the blood and then smeared the blood together with your penises. Yeah, I'm really wishing I hadn't done that. Yeah, you, you It's got... going to be at least another week before I can really enjoy myself yeah. again. Yeah, talking about going the wrong method for staying intact. Oh, Brian, what do you want to know about penises? What do you want to know? We know everything now. Oh, Lord. Um, how about lizards? What do they do? <laughs> um, uh, we, we talked th- about snakes yeah, and how I mean, they had... S- snakes, right, had snakes, count. snakes have hemi-penises, which means there's hmm. two dicks. I suppose. That sounds good. I suppose if I was covered in dicks, there would be more chances for me to <laughs> accidentally... Uh, Fall into a badge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talked yes. about turtles. And they had a... Uh, uh, why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> that was weird. There's something we didn't get to talk about that is worth mentioning. I think it's very scientific. I think you'd be interested. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a very small bug that lives in uh, lakes and streams in Great Britain, which proportionate to the size of its body as like the world's largest penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and uh, I'm, How big is this bug's penis? I, I don't know. I'm a little confused because, you know, barnacles got those like 40 foot long penises or whatever it is. So yeah. I'm not really, I don't really know. But the thing is, is it, it whacks its penis against its underside and creates a, a extremely loud sound that's like in a decibel range that is audible above the surface of the water. That's how loud hmm. it is. So, okay. Hypothetical situation. I've got retromutagen from the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1989 universe. Right, so you can do basically anything. Basically anything. I'm holding one of these bugs, right? And then I put the mutagen on me, uh-huh. right? I get a, a penis. How, how much bigger would my penis be? Would it be bigger than my own whole body? Uh, I would imagine yes. And and the sound waves that come off it would destroy cities. It would be the, <laughs> <laughs> it would be the greatest weapon in the Shredder's arsenal. Oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. I need some sort of awesome name. Like... Bugcock? Bugcock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Nerdy Show. Nerdy Show is brought to you by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza, and the Avito branch of Play and Train, and listeners like you. If you enjoyed what you heard, support Nerdy Show by telling a friend, or better yet, pick up some Nerdy Show merch at the Nerdy Show store, or donate directly for secret nerdy goodies. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, Dungeons and Doritos, comics, videos, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store. For the latest news and updates, follow us on Twitter at Nerdy Show or friend us on Facebook and get social with other Nerdy Show listeners at nerdyshow.com slash forums. Contact us with questions or comments at info at nerdyshow.com. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, but I think Predator porn's pretty hot. That's cool. Like, like... Predator I think all of my yeah. organs just Wait, but in. they have that weird face. You don't like you vaginas. French How are you French kiss that? You can French kiss harder <laughs> no, that's cool. Am I racist when I think that all Predators look like Jamaicans? What is this man? This is a pile of cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that's an outtake. <laughs>